following program may contain coarse language, suggestive dialogue, and discussion of violent imagery and sexual situations. It is intended for mature listeners who can tell the difference between facts and opinions. It's the Toonami Faithful Podcast, where we are speedrunning some sequences of Shenmue. I am your host, Sketch, and with me I have... Your secret crime-fighting kitty, Kuro. And... Editorial writer, Laser Kid. Welcome, thanks for joining me. Yeah, Happy love me some here. Shenmue. Yeah. That's what we're talking about. Let's do it. Let's talk about Shenmue, man. I'm ready. Yep. Yep, let's get right into it. So... Episodes 10 and 11, Come Back and Entangled. In which uh, Ryo and Ren try their best to find Yuanda Zoo. And eventually find him, but then lose him again. <laughs> great, great. It, it only took like eight episodes or so. So Yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, Ryo had to go on the side quest to find all the... The, 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 the Wuda. The Wuda. Where the Wuda at? Had, so, had to so learn all the Wuda. Oh, we are we are going to talk about <laughs> some nonsense later on when... Uh, yeah, after after we get to the second episode of this. So, We're on the quest to the, co- to the main quest now, so we've upgraded. I, I significantly sort of. like this episode better than the, the last four. <laughs> So episode 10 opens up with Shenhua uh, in the village talking to her father who says he's going off to the stone quarry and she says, oh, I'll make you breakfast. And he's like, oh, no, no, no. Um, I won't be back for a while. Okay. So I'll let you know when the food's ready. Did you, did you not just hear him? <laughs> He tells you not to bring the food and then says he won't be back for a while. Well, I'm going to bring it to you anyway. Bad translation or something. Mm, I get the feeling it's just her being (laughs) dense. (laughs) Or listening skills? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. But the thing that I noticed was I felt like her father looked an awful lot like what Yuanda Zhu looked like in the picture. Only because he does. Only because yes. he does. Only because he does, yes. And I'm going to disappoint all my Shenmue fan, fan, friends, fans, whatever out there. I haven't played this far. I have no idea, but it does kind of look like that. I have to agree. And Sketch and I haven't, and we think he looks alike. And I think that's uh, interesting. That's yeah. What say about that. Whereas the alleged Yawanda Zoo that we meet in this episode doesn't look as much like him. Like, maybe he grew a beard and changed his hair. This guy clearly has good martial arts skills, but still, I wonder. I wonder if we're getting taken for a ride here. Or they're trying to take us for a ride, and we're already catching them. Oh my god, at least that means we'll be uh, playing Marvel's Capcom 2 soon. (laughs) I'm sorry. I appreciated it. (laughs) (laughs) A different video game, but a video game nonetheless. They're both (laughs) Dreamcast games. Yes. So, uh, Ryo says his goodbyes at the Manmo Temple. 
know, bows and leaves. And then he meets up with Wong, who takes him to Ren. I'm not quite sure why Wong is the one who needs to take him to Ren, but whatever. I mean, that's sort of their intermediary of sorts. Wong and Rio have, you know, their own friendship. Wong and Ren mm-hmm. have their own friendship. It's a thing. Makes sense. That's my best guess, honestly. <laughs> so... Naturally, Ren kind of wants to know why Rio wants to meet Yuanda Zoo, and Rio's like, "Well, that's the key to finding out why my father was murdered." And Ren's like, "Hmm, you smell like money for some reason." <laughs> I love this so much. Like, yes, that smells like money, Ren. That that totally smells like money. Sure, 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 it does. I don't know. He might be just putting on a facade. Uh, that's to be that's been my running theory this whole time. But uh, Ren quickly points out, you know, Yuanda Zhu's a, a legend. You're not just going to be able to see him if you're nobody. And he's like, oh, but I have this letter. Okay, that'll do. <laughs> All right, we, we've we've ticked off that quest on modifier, so we can. You don't have to go looking for the letter. You already have it. So the first person they go to talk to is Yang, uh, a guy who works for Yuanda Zhu, and he tells him a place to go. And uh, when they get there, uh, Ren is very suspicious of the guards. And sure enough, it was a trap from the Yellowheads. I love that the Yellowheads are actually starting to get competent. They are no longer Team Rocket. (laughs) That was such an obvious trap, though. I mean... Yes, but still... They fell for it. always falling for obvious traps. He never... He's like, I'm going to walk into this room. Oh, I just got smacked on the back of the head. <laughs> this is the one where they first meet Dao, right? Da. Yes, this is where they first meet Dao. Do-nyu. Do, so, Do-nyu. This so, huge I, guy is like, are you Yuanda Zhu? Oh, I'm much more handsome than Yuanda Zhu. <laughs> I'd like to make an observation. So... One of the things that Rio is really good at when he fights these thugs in every episode is his body kicks. And for someone who's as big as Do, Do it, it would not be as effective because he's got, and, and I'm being technical here, not insulting, he's got a lot of middle fat, you know, around mm-hmm. his, his mid-range. So he's, uh, you can, he's a big boy. Yeah, it can hurt, but it won't. It won't have the same. Is that a couple effect. of mosquitoes? Exactly. So, so one of the things when I was watching this because I've been trying to make a note of like how Rio's martial arts are adapting because he's a Japanese jujitsu practitioner and he's fighting a, a with and amongst a lot of kung fu practitioners is how he's adapting and how you know him and and Ren adapt to the situation and the thing. What you do in a situation like this with a guy as big as that is you go for the face or the balls. Of course, they don't get a chance to. They get punched in the face and then they they get knocked out. And I I just thought that was really interesting because the first thing I went to was like, all right, we got to change tactics now. He's a really big dude. What you did before isn't going to work. So it makes it interesting to see how how. What are they going to do now to fight to fight the next boss? Because he's a boss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How are they going to fight him as a boss now? <laughs> so they're special locked up because they, they, try new special moves. <laughs> they might know something. Yeah. But that's just the uh, assumption that they might know something mm-hmm. about where to find Yuanda Zoo, I guess. Because mm-hmm. um, they are also looking for Yuanda Zoo. 
Barely it might be different, though, so that does make some sense. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so they pull the, the classic escape tactic. Oh, no, this guy's going <laughs> to die. you got to come in here. I love that And they so knock much. out the guard, and he doesn't have the keys. So I just they, can't believe uh... it worked. I love that. <laughs> that. That's amazing. Send help. <laughs> classic. Just a classic. Absolutely. <laughs> Again, Ren we're dealing died with Team Rocket easily, over here. Ren, Ren lied as easily as he breathed. <laughs> yeah. He's amazing, by the way. Oh, he's, absolutely. He's really growing on me. Likewise, I've been saying in my episode reviews just how impressed I am with him. He's a great character to watch. He's, he's fun. He is very fun. <laughs> so now Ren wants to know what Rio's really after. Rio's like, I'm trying to, to <laughs> get to Lawn D. And he's like, oh. That's not good. Also, I don't want to be involved in this because the Yellowheads are involved, but you didn't tell me that, and you should have. So, uh, (laughs) Ren's Ren's thinking he may have bit off more than he chewed, (laughs) than he can chew at this point. Uh, Speaking of Londi, he is uh, currently interrogating one of the Yellowhead leaders about Yuanda Zoo, and they don't know where he is. They tell him that the captives that they have might have some information. And upon hearing that one of them is a Japanese kid, Lon D thinks, hmm. I love that. Could it be? Uh, Yeah, but Ryo and Ren are trying to escape the building. They're still cuffed, and they have a run-in with Yuan. Yuan, who is Doe's boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we know yeah. it's true. I mean, yeah. we've, seen, we've seen him before. He's uh, he's got a a way of carrying himself. Oh yeah, he's he's a waifu. Yes, yes he is. You said it, <laughs> yeah, not me. Yeah. So I'll just double down on it. It's true. Yeah. So uh, even though he has a knife and he's you know he's not bad with the knife, he still easily loses to them. And uh, Doe arrives very mad that they hurt his cute little Juan. I take it. I take assumption that he was very bad with the knight. He did an overhand thrust. He should have done an underhand to the gut. Don't don't ever do this. They've very much made it clear that Yuan's kind of not good at his job. <laughs> he's good at wearing jeans. And he's that's good at that. And, and, and he's good at taking care of his bird. You got to respect that. He takes care of his man. And, and that's important. <laughs> takes care of his bird. Takes care of his man. Keeps his place clean. <laughs> These are these are good qualities. Fire thugs, you know. Yeah. We all have a, well, he's he does seem to be kind of the come up with the plans guy. Yeah, because because Doe doesn't like wife. to think. <laughs> Doe he's doesn't got, like to use his head. He's he's keeping the house clean, you know, like. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, somebody's got to do it. <laughs> yeah. So they manage to get out of the building and find Wong, who gets the cuffs off, and Ren's like, "Nobody's better at getting cuffs off than Wong." Okay then. That's a good, good skill to know. To Speaking of, crosses. so they go have another conversation with Yang, and they're like, "Hey, man, that was a trap." And he's like, "I'm sorry, they got me by the balls." <laughs> Just like, well, okay then. Well, I suppose we can't really argue with that. Oh, but maybe you should go talk to this wiretapper. Yeah, I'm who totally knew not you wanted you to sue again. Totally not. Yeah. I mean, so they uh, not, but... they go to the place. They can't find the guy, but they find a bunch of tapes and they listen to it, and that uh, gives them a, a clue of where to 
find uh oh what's his name shuchin yeah shuchin shuchin yeah shuchin who knows where yuan zhu is (laughs) Mm -hmm. shuchin is the guy in the suit that we saw got kidnapped like two episodes before he's the one that told uh rio to go to ren in the first place Mm mm-hmm because apparently that was the only way to get to Yuan Zhu. Well, at to the him. time, he didn't know where he was. Between <laughs> then and getting kidnapped, he found out. But then Everybody's always like, are you going to steal yourself for what will pass? Oh I already God. have. Yeah, seriously, it's like, are you sure? Are you sure you're sure you're sure? The it's like Windows being like, are you sure you want to delete this file? very dangerous. <laughs> Yes, I know. Everybody's told me that. Shut up already. Shut up. I'm going to delete season 32 no? anyway. Yeah, just be like dead face. Be like, no, I haven't. And then just stare at them and see what they were saying back. That would be pretty good. <laughs> so they I get have, to the place. What now? And uh, there's a bird there. <laughs> and And the bird talks. I love this so, bird. I love this bird so much because it's just is like an asshole. It, it, it's being a jerk, and then Ren's just like, "Yeah, maybe we should cook you." Never mind. <laughs> oh, I missed a step there. They actually they go to a, a shop where uh, where the uh, where Yuan buys the very expensive bird seed. <laughs> yes, and and then they find out where to go. No, they, they tail him from there. Yeah, right, right. They they tail him. And, uh, and they make go, knock, commentary knock, about there? the way he acts. Yeah, knock knock. Who's there? Knuckle sandwich. Yeah, and they pull another classic trick of uh, telling the bird one thing and then doing something entirely different. So when Doe shows up, he thinks that they're hiding in the closet because the bird keeps saying hiding in the closet, hiding in the closet. I love that. That was just so great. It was so. Guybrush Threepwood. I loved it. I, I, yes, it was very much Guybrush Threepwood. I, lo- I loved it as well. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, then they talk to Chu 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 Chin. I was I was gonna I was gonna like Chu uh, Chin. Well, it's, the way it's, per- it's spelled and the way it's pronounced. Please, Chinese we are listeners. so sorry. We do not pronounce these names correctly. <laughs> we're we're not doing this on purpose. We promise. The we're only reason really, I, I'm really doing it correctly is my notes wrote them down phonetically, and I if if I if I uh, went with that with the spelling, I'd spell them wrong. We're so sorry. Yeah. But anyway, Shu Chin. Shu Chin. Yeah, Shu Chin uh, tells them to. Go get uh, Zoo and gives them four keys, and then we proceed to a <laughs> speed run of some kind of sequence where they use the keys in special compartments and find their way to a special room where Yuanda Zoo allegedly Yuanda Zoo is, and of course they were being tailed the whole time and brought Yuan and Do and their thugs to. Allegedly, Yuanda Zoo, and almost immediately, Doe knocks them out the freaking window. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, things are looking dire, but wouldn't you know it? Master Zhu Ying has appeared to um, save their asses. Yes. She's a boss. So man. good. <laughs> yep. Good thing, too. 
stupid also, things. you stupid idiots, how did they not realize I was a trap? Like, twice in a row, they got caught in the same stupid trap. Well, that one I can't necessarily blame them for. They No, I blame them. I blame them. Because <laughs> I knew it was a trap. How it did wasn't they a, know trap, it was a trap, though. They just were tailed. Yeah, it's they a trap, were. though. That can, that, I feel like that's a trap. <laughs> Well, it wasn't set up by them. It's more like and they just let them go. And, and it's not even them. like Doe is an incredibly talented and and and, and very uh, um, articulately intelligent no, I, He doesn't like he's to use idiot. his head. And my, he fucking stood them up. He's an idiot. Like, how the guess, fuck did they make that, let that happen? <laughs> my guess here is that uh, Doe did not come up with this plan. I think this has everything to do with their current association with the uh, Chiyu men. I think yes. I'm just waiting for this boss battle to happen. That's what this is about. <laughs> yeah. We, we, do, we do have to note that uh, they are working with the Chiyu men and want to join the Chiyu men. And once they can join the Chiyu men, that will supposedly bring Donyu to his position as head of Hong Kong. That's you, what he wants. You could tell the way Long, Long Sun Zhao, uh, 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 the way Zhao, like, just said sure like when doe was was saying oh i'll be head of of this this place now like you could tell he was very dismissive and oh, you mean long D? derogatory long d he was very dismissive and derogatory when he acknowledged that yeah yeah you'll be head of the city like i didn't bite at all I thought he was just using them. Oh, so he totally even if it has to be, but I, I, I take it more yeah. if Londi also just doesn't care. No, he doesn't care. But also like, I don't think for a second that even if they do this for him, that would mean they would be, they would, they would be head of this criminal organization at all. I think that they're really stupid and naive for, for thinking. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. So what follows in the next episode, uh, Doe's like, I don't even care if she's a woman. I'm still going to fight her. Uh, see how well that works out for you, buddy. Yeah, good luck. I want to see that boss fight. <laughs> yes. Well, what we did see of that fight was excellent. That was, I enjoyed that thoroughly. As did I. Uh, so, Xu Ying tussles with Do and until uh, Yuan's like, hey, we have Yuan to zero. Let's just leave. <laughs> All right. We'll leave. And then Zhu Ying takes Ryo to a convent where she and her brother grew up to tend to his injuries. And Ryo's like, oh, she's been helping me this whole time. <laughs> yeah. Glad you finally caught on. Congratulations, Ryo. <laughs> Here's your prize. So we finally have Zhu Ying uh, telling Ryo a bit more about her brother and how he... Uh, wanted to get revenge for their parents' death and that he would join the Chiyu men to accomplish it, even if it meant, you know, selling his soul, essentially. And she doesn't want Ryo to seek revenge. And as he's trying to leave to, you know, continue his Ryo stuff, she's like, okay, challenge me to a fight. If you lose, there's no way that you would survive against Lon D and these people. And, of course, he loses. And she's like, all right, I don't want to exasperate your injuries more, but I'm finally going to train you, you idiot. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> 
That, by the way, that elbow she does. Oh, that was a beautiful elbow. Oh, yeah. The counter elbow elbow. assault. An opening technique of Baji Kwan. It is a real thing, and it was really well done. I mean, it was was slow, sort of slowly emanated, but you you could see the... um, the impact and how powerful it is. And I, I appreciated that. And I wanted to say it. <laughs> so after all this time, she's starting to believe that if Rio could, you know, focus, then he will not go down the wrong path. This, this is what she said. And I think it's significant that his mind needs to be uh, still like water. Yep. And he can learn to clear his mind. He will become free of distraction and channel his focus entirely on his mind. Only then, once he has the serenity of a polished mirror, will he be in the mental state that shall shield him from taking the wrong path. Sure. (laughs) Maybe. We'll go go with that. (laughs) It definitely helps him be a better fighter, as he does uh, demonstrate these techniques in uh, additional parts of this episode. So after, I assume after all of the training, which we don't see any of, uh, Rio goes back to Ren's hideout and he speaks to Shuqin and uh, Wong and Joy arrive saying that they know where the Yellowheads are keeping Yuanda Zoo. Can you guess? At the Yellowheads building. The Yellowheads building? Oh that, no, that, never would have guessed that. Uh, I know, right? I'm so surprised. The Yellowhead building. And at this point, Joy demands to know what Rio and Ren are up to. And Wong notes that Joy acts kind of weird whenever the Yellowheads are brought up. And she does. Uh, now by uh, Shuchin's suggestion, Rio and Ren visit his friend Kai, who lives in a building very close to the, the Yellowheads building. And they show up, and it's completely dark. And they're like, hey, the lights are off. And he's like, if that bothers you, then you should not try to do anything else. <laughs> it's fair. And Rio's like, all right, I'll spar with you in the dark. And at first, he doesn't succeed. But then he asks to try again, and then he succeeds. And he's like, yes, you are a natural. Referee even though I dark. just recently... Prove that you weren't. <laughs> Isn't that Aaliyah song? I think that's an Aaliyah song. I was quoting here Academia. Revelry in the dark, yes. And it turns out that this man, Kai, is also an acquaintance of Iwao. And uh, yeah, he did not know that Iwao had died and was uh, fairly distraught hearing it. <clears throat> So after that, Rio tells Ren that they should probably part ways because Ren's really just in it to, you know, survive long enough to make his big score. But Rio needs to see this out no matter what. And he he says that Ren has done more than enough. He's already done more for him than he ever had to. I love this because Rio is terrible about realizing, oh, hey, the people around me are going to get hurt if I do things. See... Everything yeah. that happened back character in Yokosuka. Growth. Yeah, no, yeah, it's great. It's both of them. It's character growth for both of them. Because oh, not yes. only is Rio realizing he's trying to protect someone who he, I don't know what he considers Ren, maybe a companion. But Ren is 
is now like, you know, maybe something's better than me just getting the next score. And he's kind of like, I kind of like this guy. I want to help him. And we're now partners. So Ren is definitely turning into the Han Solo of Shenmue. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's totally some character growth in both of them. And it makes me like, I, I didn't think that I would like a character like Ren so quickly in terms of like, I want to see him stay on. And he's absolutely one of the character. I hope he's a canon character for the next whatever he's certainly come a long way since uh threatening joy with a knife yes hey i'm gonna throw a knife at you it's fine right yeah yeah he's coming. that'll get your attention yeah he also seems to be like uh better acquaintances with joy than you might have thought based on that original interaction yeah <laughs> but yeah he's he's uh and and rio's like you know you just were in it for the money, right? And he's like, "Well, I know I said that, but no, no, you've done enough." It's like, "But, but, but I want to help. I, I want to help. I want to be a good guy. I wanna." Yeah. Sort of. I'm trying. <laughs> he decides to uh, part ways with Rio because Rio's being insistent, and uh... <clears throat> well, he says that, but yeah, yeah. Well, no, he needs a little reconvincing to come back to Rio. That's true. And, uh, that's where where Joy comes in. Uh, yeah. So Rio decides to go off on his own to the Yellowheads Underground Fighting Ring, which was a suggestion by Kai. I that, love uh, this because it's just giving me all of the Megalobox <laughs> flashbacks. Yeah. Right. So he needed to uh, impress Yuandao Hyo. Oh my gosh, that one drove me nuts. It's like, we got another Yanda? <laughs> yeah, right. And uh, he does. You know, he, he, he beats the competitor there, and he's like, all right, you have my attention. Come back here. Uh, come back to this place. Uh, not, not the same place. Uh, go to this place later tonight. And I'll have further instruction for you. But it's totally not a trap. Totally not. No. What would make you think it's a trap? That, wait, we wouldn't do ever that. Has been a trap in this in this game. I mean, anime. <laughs> there, there would never. We would never trap you. We, we were far, far too nice for that. That would never mm -hmm. happen. Mm-hmm. No don't you don't you trust the the criminal you know criminal organization? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. No, they're, they're they're absolutely men of their words. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, meanwhile, um, Ren is off pouting, and Joy berate, <laughs> berates him uh, because she thinks that he ditched Rio, and he's like, "No, <laughs> he told me to hit the road." And uh, Joy kind of digs the knife in deeper because she doesn't understand why a guy like Ren, who's always after the the next big score, would go to such lengths for a guy like Rio, but suggests that Ren is interested in Rio because he's not following the laws of the land, and Ren feels like he's shackled to those very laws and wants to be more like Rio. That's a great observation. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Speaking of observations, somebody is clearly telling Ren. <laughs> yep. Now, Joy intends to leave and stay out of the situation, and Wong pleads with her to help out like she's helped out before. And she tells him, you know, people like us can't do anything against the Chiyu men and the Yellowheads, kid. Just go home. 
And later that night, Rio does go to uh, where he was told to and has another underground fight to win over Hyo. And after the fight, Ren is really pissed off because he actually bet on Rio to lose. <laughs> that was funny. Should have been on Rio, dude. Come on, Come on you, you know your you know your guy. You know he's got this. Jeez, always bet on your friends. Because <laughs> if you it's win, just bad not to. Because if you win, <laughs> hey, you win, and if you lose, you'd be like, hey, movie. why did you lose? That's yeah. the anime mantra. Always count on your friends. I love it. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Elsewhere, uh, Do and Yuan are talking about their future plans for ruling Hong Kong, and they mentioned that they pulled some kind of power move ten years ago. Mm. Mm. Could be significant. Intrigue. Could be. Could be. Uh, and they even uh, Yuan mentions that uh, even the people who would be upset about that thing that happened ten years ago would have to fall in line if uh, if things went their way. Hmm. And in uh, Beilu Village, Shenhua finds that her father has not returned home and notices some kind of document on a table. Hmm. More I bet we refer to the possible similarities between him yeah. and Wanda Zhu. We don't know if this is a thing, but we're saying it's it, there's there's an obvious similarity. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, I, I suppose maybe... Uh, well, it seems less likely, but like I, I don't really think that uh, the guy that they met, who they think is Yuanda Zhu, is her father. I don't think so either. I think there's they, they something look else. Too different. Yeah. yeah. So besides, like if you think about it, like the fact that this 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 character has hidden himself so well means that. Why would he let himself be captured that easily? I feel like this is still mm, part a, of the ruse. Could be a double, absolutely. Yeah, something. I I don't know. I, and it, it it makes it really juicy. Yeah, I mean that Yuan Zhu gave up a fight against Yuan, so. Yeah, he I mean, just in fairness, really Yuan nice got a knife to the metal his bar. Neck. He he was like, "Ha ha! I stopped your knife, but you have me." But you feel like he could really break his arm easily with like spitting on him. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know. <laughs> He's a delicate flower. I feel like that's a thing that could happen. <laughs> no offense to Yuan, he just doesn't seem very sturdy. Not no. particularly. Not particularly, no. No, no. Uh, elsewhere, Joy visits the grave of her mother and thinks back to the terrible day where she died and like the the car drove away and a bomb went off or something. And she admits that she never forgave her father or the syndicates. So her father okay. is involved well, in, the, in, in whatever the syndicate is, eh? Uh, this is the first time we're seeing any kind of backstory on Joy. And I'm like, oh, look at baby Joy. Oh, this is sad. Yeah, it's a One Piece flashback. It, it definitely gives you the thread, though, that it's been hinted at slightly from the past, like, three episodes of her... Um, mm -hmm. Her sort of like she 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 wants that space whenever they talk about the gangsters. So mm -hmm. yeah, so most likely it has to do with her her history. Her history, yes. <clears throat> so Wong runs into some of his buddies. You know the ones, 
who push him to go find another easy mark, you know, like Rio and several episodes ago. And uh, he goes into a building and overhears uh, one of the Yellowheads leaders talking about keeping tabs on Ren and Rio. And then he uh, accidentally gets noticed by uh, this guy named accidentally uh, as in oh my god oh no anime freaking logic i'm sorry that made me so (laughs) mad like why would you exclaim aloud you dumb fucking idiot Uh, it's a kid he's a kid (laughs) it's dumb but i believe it um yeah and then the guy's like oh that kid probably knows something i should chase after him (laughs) enter yakety sax Uh, and the next day, Rio meets up with Hyo, and Ren shadows them, and another guy shadows Ren. <laughs> Yay. After Hyo takes Rio to a particular location, Ren smacks him and starts interrogating him and uh, tries to get some kind of information to where Yuan Zoo is being held. He tells him about a particular room in the building. So... That's where they intend to go. Meanwhile, Wong bumps into Joy, and the two of them get away on her motorcycle. And she's like, what's this all about, Wong? And he's like, well, I overheard that Ren and Rio are being uh, tapped. Uh, they're being monitored by the Yellowheads. And she's like, oh, this is bad. <laughs> Just when I thought I got out. You they got out, but they suck you back in. <laughs> Not that finding out that they're being tailed has uh, really... It's not going to be useful information soon. (laughs) Yeah, but, you know. (laughs) Because guess what? It's another trap. What? They would never do another trap. That would be too obvious. Mm Mm-hmm. And, uh... Yeah, Ryo and Ren head to the room where they think Yuanda Zoo might be being held, and there's nobody inside. But they are soon confronted by Do Nyu, and uh, he wants to celebrate their reunion with some head bashing. Are we at the boss fight now? It's boss fight time. It's I'm boss hoping. fight time. I cannot I wait. Mean, there's only Saturday. two episodes left, so it must be boss fight time. Yeah, I cannot wait. I'm ready for boss fight. Heck yeah. Yeah. So it's nice to get away from the uh, fetch quest of Wudus. <laughs> yes, thank God. <laughs> It was really should have been like two episodes instead of four, I swear. But I gotta say that these episodes are paced as such that you're like, oh, oh, now we're over here. Oh, now we're over here. Oh, now. <laughs> like, yeah. we didn't even get any of the training. That's kind of why I feel like too much time was spent on the Uda, where this would have been better to spread this all out. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure. Uh... Any words of wisdom that she had for Rio in that training was probably more significant than a lot of the things that he has learned <laughs> in the past several episodes. But you know, there, there was Rio, something that I noticed. There was something that I noticed, though, from these two episodes with the whole. It, it was sort of a twist on the revenge theme. You know, you see, you see the opposite side. Like you have Ryu with his very intense need to take revenge for his father, which we're all, we've all been here for that journey. And then you have Shu Ying, which you're now seeing, okay, something happened with her brother or was the opposite. And at the time of this recording, 
um, it's a little after Easter, and uh, and my family always watches Ben Hur at Easter. And if you haven't seen the movie, I highly recommend it. Ben Hur is a revenge tale, and so I'm really kind of stuck on this revenge theme now, and seeing different ways it plays out in uh, stories. And they did a really good thing, I think, with the past two episodes with how they're pursuing this narrative of revenge because they're showing the side where it goes wrong and the side where it's justified. And now they're at the point where they're coming together, but they, they do this great thing that I, I like in some of these narratives where it's like, okay, Xu Ying says, you're going to do this anyway. So let me help guide you and teach you so you don't self-destruct. And I think that's really important because you know, not all revenge is necessarily bad. And and there's this other element between what Joy and what happens with Joy and Xu Ying and a couple other characters. There's the side element here that is really, not even a side element, but it's a really important narrative element where if, when people do nothing, bad things happen and they keep happening. Yep. And at some point, somebody has to stand up to the bad people. It has to happen. So this isn't just about the revenge. With these characters, it's about standing up for what's right. Because if good people do nothing over and over again, this stuff keeps happening. And then you see a point where all of these ideas come together in one place and they make sense. Because this isn't just about, I'm on my revenge quest. This is about... I'm standing up for something. I'm standing up against what is essentially a gangster tyrant and I'm not mm -hmm. taking any more shit. And in the process of my journey, I am telling other people they don't need to take any more shit. And I really, really like this idea because it's so easy for us to get lost in the whole, this is just about the revenge. No, you have this other, these other side characters journeys where there's like, they've been doing nothing. Joy has been sitting on the sidelines and suddenly she realizes doing nothing hasn't done anything for me. I'm alive, but nothing else has happened too. So maybe, maybe getting involved is okay and good and maybe it's worthwhile. And, and I, I just, I really like that. And I, I think the next episode or, you know, is going to, is going to see some of these ideas develop better. I hope so. I hope it does. I really like that the, we have three characters who have been victimized by the, the Hong Kong underworld. You have Rio, obvious, Joy, whose mother was killed, and clearly something happened to Xi Ying's parents, and the fact that her brother went off and was willing to go join the Chiyu men, something happened there too. Mm -hmm. We have fight, flight, and freeze, respectively. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, I see that. And I love mm. this because this is mm. none of them are bad necessarily. I uh, no, no, they're, no. They're interesting. And what to, to kind of build on what you were saying, the fight is not wrong. The fight purely out of revenge might be wrong, but the fight itself is not necessarily wrong. Mm -hmm. Running isn't necessarily wrong because you're trying to preserve yourself, but running when you have the ability to stand up is also wrong. Freezing is not wrong. You don't know what you're gonna do, you're kinda stuck. Uh, it's not like shooting freezing got herself hurt. She's still able to defend herself, but she didn't know how to interact, how to deal with this. And now she's coming out of that, which is great, but it's also context dependent. It depends on what mm -hmm. you're doing and why you're doing it. And that's really what makes this really interesting to me. And to me, this is what I love better. This revenge story better than black Lotus. 
I, I'm going mm. there. I'm sorry, but I'm totally going there. Rio is growing and changing, whereas L was not afforded that chance. And that was my biggest problem with Black Lotus. I wanted that for her, and we didn't get it. Hmm. One can only hope that it occurs in the comics that are supposedly following that story. That would be amazing. I'd be all for it. I won't speak about Black Lotus in this, but I will say that I, I think you made a really good observation about the fight, flight, or freeze. That's and a really good observation. Damn, yeah, man. that was, that was <laughs> Thank really you. Thank you. very well articulated, and I, 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 like, I like that. I think that, you know, all the jokes aside, Rio for all the, the, you know, him getting made fun of for, you know, judging people for how they look and all this other stuff, he is still an arrogant teenager, but he's slowly learning. He's leveling up. He is. <laughs> he's leveling up. And um, it, it, it makes him, you know, because otherwise it'd be really easy to get, it'd be really easy to just get annoyed with him. Because, you know, yeah, he has these great fight sequences and he just goes through it and he's pursuing this this quest relentlessly. It'd be so easy to just lose interest. But no, he's he changes a little bit each episode and he adapts to the situation and that, that makes it interesting. So I, I want to definitely give Rio, Rio's characterization development credit for that. Amen. I agree. Uh, I I do somewhat have the qualm that only now Zhu Ying is willing to train Rio, but I suppose you could argue that she wanted to see something in him before she agreed to do it. I don't think she ever wanted to. I don't think it has much to do with him. I think it has everything to do with her and her trauma with her brother. And I honestly think her being forced to overcome that because of the events that are unfolding is why she finally opened up. She, she's she's a yeah. very underplayed character. Like, there's a lot more going on there with her than you see. I agree. I, I want to see more of her. I can make a lot of guesses, but Same. that's all they are. <laughs> well, that's why I, I used, see her. You know, for her, I used Freeze because she's... She stood there in place when Rio left, just like she stood there in place when her brother left. She didn't know how to react, but now she's acting. She's moving past that, and that's why I think it has more to do with her than it does Rio. She's participating. Mm-hmm. She's she's helping Rio in ways he doesn't realize. You know, as we made a joke about earlier, like he's like, "Oh wait, that's how all these people just <laughs> ended up unconscious." Mm-hmm. So, yeah, <laughs> that didn't just happen by magic. Um, you know, she's she's keeping an eye on him. And and so I think I think she's she's had her own growth, but you just don't see it. And so I, I hope that they I hope they incorporate her a little bit more in. And if I were to put this in video game canon, I would say I hope Shu Ying, like Ren, become canon characters in the party. <laughs> the two of them are really likable and I, I wanna see them as canon party characters. <laughs> I did know just from you know, being around the Shenmue community, both characters are very well loved. I've known who they are since before I got to this part in the anime, even though I didn't get that far in the game. So they are very Mm -hmm. well known. Mm. Yeah, Ren's apparently fairly popular in particular. Yes, in particular Ren, which I get because... Everybody uh, loves a Han Solo. Exactly! Everybody does love a Han Solo. (laughs) Yeah. 
One other observation I had is uh, because once again, we have a moment where Ryo thinks back to that time when his father said, it is not enough. Oh, God. I but, saw uh, that and cringed. And then, and then we had the flashback of when he was talking to the monk and he says, why do you practice the martial arts? It's like, mm, this seems to be a theme. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rio's, Rio's never, I, I, I personally feel, Rio's only ever practiced the martial arts because that's what his father taught him. Mm-hmm. Absolutely agreed. I don't think he ever, I mean, maybe at some point it was like, I want to do martial arts like my father, but that's like his whole reason mm-hmm. for learning mm-hmm. the martial arts is to learn it from his father. Mm-hmm. Yep. And now now that his father is, is gone, he's so focused on finding out why his father died and potentially getting revenge for his father's death. But he doesn't really have a grasp of why he learned the martial arts to begin with. That is a and really I, good and observation. I, I think that revelation will dawn on him eventually. I think you're right. And and not just that, but then okay, so he if that is the only reason, then what is his reason going forward? Because he's not gonna be a child, a boy anymore. He's gonna be a man. And so mm-hmm. his reasons for doing things as a man will be different than what they were as a boy well i mean i I feel like the typical scenario would be once he figures all this stuff out he'll just go back home and train a pupil (laughs) continue the line of the martial art yeah have his own dojo etc yeah or you know return to his father's dojo and you know, keep it Focus going. On, you Man, the, the more I generation. watch the show, I want that fucking jacket. I want his jacket, oh, damn it. Oh, that jacket's so cool. I want that That's jacket. <laughs> it looks so cool. I'm like, that'll look really good on me. <laughs> I want to wear this, it. Uh, some of the characters in this definitely have drip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well said, well said. Ren's got drip. Joy's got drip. Oh my gosh, yes. Rio's got drip. <laughs> There's some there's some fashionistas here and I love it. <laughs> Come make me up in my wardrobe, please. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, I I rather like the attire of Zhu uh, Ying, to be honest. Oh yeah. I, I think I think it's a very yeah. nice. Yeah. Me too. Nice. Uh, nice outfit. This don't gonna... don't don't think I haven't noticed those butt shots. <laughs> <laughs> they don't really emphasize it, but I definitely know. They're definitely there. <laughs> they're, they're they're definitely there. When someone out there is really glad you said that sketch, I'm sure. Uh, I know of at least one person on staff who is who is definitely uh, in agreement with you, sketch, and it's not <laughs> necessarily <do>. me. <laughs> Booty, 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 booty. Good old space dandy. I mean, there's got to be a reason why Joy rides a motorcycle, right? <laughs> For sure. She looks good on that bike. I, I'm. Mm-hmm. And Ren has like a diehard set of abs. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, he does. I don't know what he's doing in his free time, but it's working. Absolutely. Well. Keep doing it, Ren. Don't stop. <laughs> You guys are like brothers. Oh, it's positively bromantic. <laughs> it's so romantic. 
I sh- uh, yeah, I, I have no problem with this. <laughs> This is a this was a good uh, fun segment. Um, I think the past two episodes com- it, it had it had a good pacing and development compared to you know the four episodes where we had a Wuda each episode, which is like yeah. it's mandatory side quest. But you're kind of like like I know this is a side quest. I can tell it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know these parts kind of felt like more like story quests. More. Yeah, but there's still a whole lot of uh, go to this place, talk to this person, go to this place, talk to this person. Yeah, <laughs> this the pace thing person, feels better. That's the go to this difference. place, fight this person, go to this place, fight this person. Yeah, we have some. Mini I mean, boxes. at the end of the day, it's still Shenmue, but at least yeah. a the pacing is better, and b we're actually going somewhere now. I'm a little impressed how it, without having played the video game, watching this feels like this could be a video game though, and that's a cool <laughs> thing. Like yeah. I get that oh, impression yeah. really strongly, and Certainly. that's not a bad thing. Well, it's been interesting for me because I'm going from okay, I played these games to okay, I know what's the, I know what the game was like, but I didn't get that far, and I'm like, oh, I bet that was a boss fight. Oh, I bet that was a puzzle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I kind of have a these... feel for what it'd be like because I know how Shen, the Shemu games play. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Furthermore, with these particular episodes, we're finally getting to see what the bad guys are really up to. Mm-hmm. Which, that is like you know, my... up to this point, the Yellowheads, as you pointed out, were just kind of nuisances. Yeah. This is actually like my top favorite thing about this adaptation. The game, because it is a game, doesn't really go into the what, what are the bad guys doing very often. Mm-hmm. So it's really yeah. nice to get that detail. I am I'm very curious what that thing they did ten years ago was, and uh, I'm also curious, you know, to find out what what really happened to Zhu Ying's brother mm-hmm. when he went to join the Chiyu men. Well, I've got bad news about that. We don't actually know. And Long Di's overall connection to all of these elements certainly is the overarching. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I strongly suspect that by the end of this, we're uh, we're not gonna be to the scene where <laughs> Rio's holding the mirror with Shenhua holding. Yeah, the other no mirror. way, no way. There's ha- there's gonna have to be another season. There's no way. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm okay with this. That I'm is okay. the end of Shenmue too. If we get to that mirror scene, so. Oh wow! All right. No, I think I think that um, I want them to move on to make this last another season. Yeah, season two, season. Honestly, two. from from what I do know about Shemu two, with two episodes left, I absolutely think we can get to the end of Shemu two. Stop huh. saying that. I'm sorry. <laughs> At the pace, they, you. unless they do another Ruta per episode thing, I think they can. I don't know if they should, mm. but. Well, we might be fast-tracking to the ending of the second game, then. That is definitely okay. the feeling I get. Well, I guess it depends on... I don't know. I don't know what to expect, because so I don't know how it works, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, my, my knowledge of Shenmue 2's story is scattershot filled with spoilers that I picked up over the 20-some-odd years since it came out. Keep this yourself. I, I have been. <laughs> the only time I've said anything is, like, I wonder, and I'm like, keep wondering. We all we all want to know that. What's the wonder bar? <laughs> I don't know. What is an wonder bar? But other than that, I'm not How many licks does it take anything. to get to the Tootsie Roll Center of a Tootsie exactly. Pop? Exactly. Yeah. We'll never know. <laughs> well, uh, frustratingly, that answer is not even in Shenmue 3, from what I've been told. 
Well, why would they know about Tootsie Pops? I don't know, man. I don't know. The the owl could just be sitting over there in Shenmue 3 being like, buy some tokens for me and I'll tell you. No, you're mixing up shows. The owl was in Attack on Titan. (laughs) 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 Oh my gosh. That needs to be, that needs to be a video. I was like, I'm the owl. Oh, well, um, how many licks does it take to get to the (laughs) real center of a Tootsie Pop? Grisha, did you really just ask me that? That's amazing. Why didn't we why did we not Tsunami Faithful tweet that? That would have been perfect. (laughs) Now that we've fully devolved the conversation to the extent moved on past this, maybe we should uh uh segue into our semi next topic before Yes, well, uh, so Shenmue has two episodes left, and so does Attack on Titan. Hey, those work. Uh, so, what's coming next? What is coming next? We Nothing don't know. Slash Crunchyroll. Uh, maybe. How could this not be? Pre- there's, there's already like I feel like there's four sets of shows that are predictably on the list, though. So, I don't sure. think you'll be surprised. No, I wouldn't be surprised if it's Food Wars or Yashihime. It, yeah, I'm thinking. I'm definitely thinking Yashihime is at least one possibility, um, and I'd be okay with that because, despite what I've heard, there are definitely some story developments that I need conclusions to, which we'll mm. discuss in another episode. And then, and then, uh, I think I'd be really happy if we'd Boruto have Boruto have Boruto have Boruto. <laughs> well, you know they. Kim Manning has said things about how uh, Boruto didn't really pan out with their audience, but I, I, I mean, they're, they're still working with Viz. Uh, well, obviously they can't get JoJo because of Netflix, but they're still working with Viz, and they brought back One Piece, which they previously were like, yeah, that that's not going to happen. I don't understand. <laughs> I really don't get it. I thought Baruto was great. They had a really great story. They had some originality and and still some classic elements. Like, I refuse to hear any bullshit about it. I thought Baruto was great. I thought it was a great addition to the block. I don't know. It's the same, like, five whiny people who bitch about Shonen being on the block. I swear to God. I think I think it is a really good addition, and I really want to see it. I am though it, it it's undeniable that the reaction when they originally announced Boruto, the dead silence. <laughs> I I blame it. I, I I would say it was confusion uh, more so than anything else because we we're like, well, we're, we're not very far. We're not very far in a ship it in at the time. Yeah. I mean, there were there were like two hundred episodes in a ship it in. <laughs> yeah. I think. At the time, so people were like, "What? Why Boruto?" When Shippuden is like, "Well, they're dubbing it now, so of course they'd want to play it sooner." Yeah, but you don't you don't lose anything. Like it doesn't give massive plot elements away. It gives like little tidbits. I mean, no. they got away with uh, the Dragon Ball Z final chapters and Dragon Ball Super at the same time. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's that's true. Um, yeah, it's especially not really an issue at this point because. There's like 30 canon episodes of Ship It In left. <laughs> and I think most people know how uh, how it ends. So not not really a concern. I I don't know why they feel Boruto didn't work. 
from what I saw, it seemed to do fine. Not as well as some shows, but still not, like, terrible. And they brought back One Piece. They brought back Lupin. Neither of them are really breadwinners. So that actually reminds me of my Dark Horse prediction. I don't know when or how, but I'm wondering if we'll get Loop on the third part one, since that's got a dub now. You know, I wouldn't put it past them, but I think they'll probably at least wait until part six is done. Oh, which absolutely. It just started, Yeah. so that's, that's going to take us six months. Well, what's your prediction, Laser? What would be one of your picks for a possible replacement? There are th- I could go for days about what I'd like to see, but almost all of them no, no. are... What you? What do you think will happen? Not what you want to happen. <laughs> oh, gosh. I think we've got the on-the-money choices there between Food Wars and Yashahime because they're continuing and they're not tied up in things that we won't get. There are some oddball choices that they could definitely do. I'd love to see Nura, but... Mm. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Nura, Rise of the Yokai Mm -hmm. Clan. How complete is that anime? Uh, Not. No. Well, there are are two seasons, and there should be a third, but there isn't. Mm. Yeah, but whenever people put things on Toonami, it seems to motivate artists to, except for Hunter Hunter, but that's not their fault. uh, Maybe we'll get that uh, new Bleach season in the somewhat near future. Oh, I'm counting on it. <laughs> yeah, not near, near, but near, like far. Near-ish. That it's supposed to start in Japan in fall, so so next year, early next year, yeah. And um, yeah, so <laughs> so come on, just Dura, no, nothing else, Laser, no other thoughts. It's really hard because so much is is caught up in the light in in the hands of a company that's basically no so it's really hard to guess i mean i could always throw something like really out there like say hey let's get sayuki on here but yeah that would be a mess that would be an absolute mess yes there's so many uh so many companies that have a piece of sayuki Um, sketch what would your uh your picks be for probably Right. Well, uh, noting the trend that they got made in Abyss, and uh, it seems like Sentai is somewhat involved in Lupin uh, Third Part Six. Oh, Sentai. Oh, I've been thinking Sentai this whole time. So, I think it's a high probability that uh, anything that isn't Yashihime would be coming from Sentai, though technically Food Wars is also Crunchyroll. Mm-hmm. Um, but they might have already worked that out. Who knows? But uh, yeah, so I, I think I think we're in to see more Sentai shows and possibly some more obscurish Sentai shows, which I'm, uh, okay I'm, I'm, I'm really all for. Okay with this. Oh yeah. Uh, I, I think it would be fantastic if they got the dub premiere of the uh, currently in the works dub of Kaiji Ultimate Survivor. It's uh, not traditional action by any means, but it is an amazing show. And considering the popularity of a a little show called Squid Game, (laughs) I I think it's the right time for Kaiji Ultimate Survivor, a show all about gambling with your life. (laughs) Yeah, I'm so interested in seeing that. It's... 
Yeah, Kai- Kaiji's I'm a not. really intense show. I'm really not interested in seeing that. I'm Maybe sorry. Maybe we'll get the Fate series. Uh, well, no, no fates. No I'm fates. Like, literally not just like, I don't even know. I'm just <laughs> literally going through high dive going, okay, what could be? No, you can't well, do fate. Because then you got to do other fates. And also, oh, there's so, so many fates. There and they're so, so many available. Fates. No, it just doesn't make sense. Don't do not do that, Toonami. Don't do that to yourself. This isn't about us. This is about you. <laughs> don't fate. do that to yourself. Most of the fate series have more than one episode that run long, too. So yeah, it's kind of, kind of a mess. Uh, ReZero has that problem, make, too. It, it, it's, it has nothing to do with liking the show or not liking the show. I want to make that clear. It just doesn't make sense to put that on Toonami at all. Well, I somewhat disagree with that because a lot of what Toonami airs is widely available. So, yeah, but Fate has at least two platforms you can find it on, and it's it's so I feel like Fate. I don't know. So just, does One Piece. Yeah, but so everything. does Lupin. So does Naruto. So does Attack on Titan. Well, think about the ones you've you've said. Those are those are staples. Those are like anime staples. And Fate has a very niche, very specific and intense following, which isn't the same thing. Uh, Fate's pretty popular, especially because of the mobile popular. game. I didn't say it wasn't popular. I said that the, the the people who followed it. It's a very specific fandom. Uh, it's not even my thing. I just know that it's pretty popular. Actually, that's why I was suggesting it. Uh, the the big I one that I if you want what I'd like, give us Ushio and Tora. Do it. Yes, Ushio and Tora is an easy thirty nine ish episode shonen that they could throw on. Do it. Seriously, <laughs> it, it would it would it would remind advice. people of Yu Yu Hakusho and Inuyasha without actually being either of those. So we I move into what we want to see and not what we think will happen. I mean, it's we still possible. What we, what we think see... will happen. Although what we think will happen, I think we ra- we ran through that real fast. Cause it's just yeah, it's 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 Yashihime and Food Wars. But if we want things, I want to see will net will not happen. I'm pretty sure of which is Demon Slayer season two, and that's something. I mean, if we want to talk about stuff that that's <laughs> that's over at Sony, I could spend a day and a half going through some of their awesome stuff that I know won't show up. When I'm thinking of what they could possibly do for the headliner, uh, if they can't get either Jujutsu Kaisen or Demon Slayer from Sony. Oh, Jujutsu Kaisen. Jujutsu the options are... <laughs> Assuming Relax. we can get anything from, That's a good from that staple. I, I, I've said it before, but I really want to see Case Study of Anitas. Yeah. Uh, that I don't think that's a, that would fit quite. Oh, I'm, I think it fits. Kind right. of at the point that if they need to buy time because they don't have like a big show for the headliner, just move up Assassination Classroom. It's been doing really well. It's been beating Attack on Titan uh, the past couple of weeks at least. Mm-hmm. And so, then they just have two and give themselves an extra. Yeah, if if they move up Assassination Classroom, then it's safe enough to just bring in Food Wars and Yashihime, or Yashihime and some Sentai license like Ushio and Tora, or... And I always figured that the title of this show is what kept them from ever looking into it, or ever thinking about actually running it. Are you talking about Dick Island? Because I don't think it'll happen. (laughs) I'm talking about... Is it wrong... 
to pick a to pick up girls in a dungeon. <laughs> I think the pa- the boobs are too happy for Toonami. Well, if They're we very... want something like that, how about uh, No Game No Life? No Game No, no Life would be a fine stopgap, but it's short. True. Yeah, it's too short. And it's non-traditional action at that. Well, yeah. uh, I, I think Don Machi, which Don is Machi. the short short title for it, but do you, is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon? Is a great fantasy series, mm-hmm. and it's it's Sentai, and and people love it. And if we want to go uh, fun. If, if we're willing to play old stuff, give us Pat Labor. I don't think they're willing to go that. Way. I don't think they are Look, either. But I certainly like, we're not for talk an about time old. Slot. I will. I will die on this hill. Heroic Age needs to be on. It should have always been on Tommy. That is a space action show, and I will always think space is a place that Toonami should be forever. We want space that's actually possible. Well, Heroic about, Age uh, is a Sony license. Yeah. I know. And they just have all the things. They do. But if we they want one have that's uh, doable, how about Bodacious Space Pirates? It, uh, but despite the name, it's actually really fun. Now we've gone into fantasy world, guys. With no, pred- that's Sentai. That's completely possible. In my fantasy world, we'd bring back a ne- another version of Batman and have another animated Batman series. And I was well, loving that. They could potentially air Harley Quinn season two. Oh, I mean, I mean, I, I love that. I loved Harley Quinn season one. That would be certainly a fine show to throw on at the front. Here's what I'm hoping that they'll actually run Primal Season 2 on Toonami and not run it outside of Toonami. So that could be like the big summer show. And it's actually possible that Housing Complex C is ready sooner than we might think. Oh, that would be so cool. Oh, that would be so cool. My big hope is that they're still able to get old titles from Sony because that would actually help a lot. This this podcast is going to age so poorly because I feel like within a few weeks we're going to know. <laughs> yeah. In a couple weeks, they did it. Demon Slayer season two. Oh my god! <laughs> if that happens, I will. Or I will just laugh. In there about the best part is whoever's listening can laugh about it and watch. Yep. <laughs> they can point us like that, that's 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 what it is. It's it's uh it's either Jujutsu Kaisen and Demon Slayer season two or one of them. And, and we'll psycho. all minds will be blown. Our minds will be blown. <laughs> My mind won't be blown. I'll be like, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I kind of figured eventually. <laughs> I've no, always assumed I, eventually. I, I, I don't know. Like everything. I mean, I mean, you, you know better than me, sketch. But the way Jason talks about the situation really makes you think that they are having a heck of a time getting shows from Sony. But the, the thing that is always in the back of my mind is. Is it just because they're going after particular shows that Sony's blocking them on? Or if they expanded their thoughts, would they actually come across a show that Sony would be willing to work with them on? I have the same wonder. I got to make an observation, though, with this trend that we've seen from the recent news of Netflix, like subscription streams aren't really unique anymore. They're essentially following this circle back to cable where we have to have, we pay for something and then it has ads. So mm-hmm. I feel like we're crunchy rolls moving away from that. Actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, well, that's a different conversation for now. We, they have a, 
Well, white Netflix's scene. main problem is that they're they've been running on debt the whole time, so they're well, and the they're struggling. Is none, yeah, and none of these none of these these networks have really seen what are going to be the long term effects of their changes in their in their um, business plan. But one thing I will note is that when this all started, it was like, well you get your you get your streaming thing and you're not going to have five or six of them it's better than cable blah 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 but i feel like we're now back to the point where cable is still uh -huh. a viable option and if cable is a viable option then it's a good idea if you're something like sony or crunchyroll any of these services to have your show on toonami streaming because it's basically a form you're not it's not just them paying for the show you are actually getting a form of your own advertisement for for your service too so i mean if anything sony should make an anime channel exactly oh well i 100% think this is a thing that should exist I will I will die on that bridge. If they if they don't want to do it for like cable or satellite, then do it like Pluto TV. No, it needs to be it needs to be it needs to be cable or satellite. Neon Alley the second. It needs to be like <laughs> we need to bring back the equivalent of Funimation Channel because I feel like today it would it would easily bring in the numbers and viewability, no problem. But that aside, th we're coming back to this point where this is still a viable option. Um, this isn't this isn't anymore the dying medium we thought it was going to be. If everyone's bringing ads back into the picture, then why not even watch cable? Or at least you get a lot more for your for your money. I feel like so so I think I think it'd be better if they do try. Maybe not this time. And and as you've said, they've had some trouble with negotiations, which may be why we've seen more Sentai. We've seen the possibility of Sentai coming back on the picture. I, I don't know. I I just see this weird trend now with these networks, and I can't help but feel like we're we're gonna see a shift, and maybe maybe this is a better thing for us with tsunami. Maybe this will give us more options. I'm hopeful. Well, the thing is, if they're locked out of the typical options, I think that they could get very creative, and I I would like to see that. I mean, because mm -hmm. Demarco's even said. Hey, we're gonna get more creative with, with what we're going for because that's what they have to do, and that's exciting. Mm -hmm. It means we're gonna get. I've been frustrated to heck of. Okay, it's on tsunami, but I've already seen it three weeks mm -hmm. ago on streaming. So why am I tuning into tsunami when I've already seen it? It's different when something mm -hmm. like Made in Abyss, where it's been available on streaming, but I just hadn't gotten around to it. In that case. Watching it weekly, I have the value of, hey, I'm watching this weekly with everyone. But if it's something that's already yes. coming out weekly elsewhere, and I've already been watching it, and then Tsunami picks it up, and they're doing it weekly, but they're behind me, I don't want to stop watching it to catch up to them. No, that's a point. But also um, the point where uh, I'm a busy cat, and I don't have time to watch things during the week, and at least I know I'm going to watch things on Tsunami. So, mm -hmm. so that that is, you know, I... I don't have to worry about catching up on things at another point because I can just, oh, if it comes on Toonami, I'll just watch it then when I watch all the other things I watch in Toonami. Mm. So it works both ways. Fair point. Uh, yeah. So I think that we, we should expect them to dig a little deeper into the Sentai pile. And among the, there's, they got some gems. They, they do. don't have a lot of really popular shows, but that doesn't matter. If Who cares? They're good shows. Yeah. Air them. 
Well, yeah. and there's one other company that they could definitely talk to that uh, we haven't mentioned, and that would be Discotech. It would be older stuff, but it could be really interesting. I And mm, we'll watch it. They don't, we'll watch. They don't we'll watch. usually have the broadcast rights. Oh, that would be a problem. But yeah. maybe in some cases. It doesn't matter if it's popular or not. We've said this over and over and over again on this podcast, and we've repeated this on Twitter, not just us, but Toonami fans. It doesn't have to be a popular show. We're going to watch it. If it's something we've never heard of, I would never, ever have watched Parasite if it weren't for Toonami. And Staple, now I will say it over and over again, it was a great idea. It was excellent. I have so. to agree. Mm-hmm. Whenever we could talk about what should come on Toonami, the, the obvious answer is something I have no idea about. Because mm-hmm. if yeah. I already know about it, I mean, I'll be excited for it. But if I have no idea, oh, that's the best. And Sentai has a great library for that. They have a lot of things that I think a lot of people may not have yeah. seen immediately. So Let me rattle off some titles. Yeah. Land of the Lustrous. Yes. A gorgeous CGI show. Grimoire of Zero, a fun fantasy series. It's yes. getting a pseudo-sequel this season. Yes. Girls' Last Tour is not traditional action, but it is very good. Uh, two girls going around in a post-apocalypse. Uh, Review Starlight is a, a very interesting action show mm-hmm. ab- about uh, young girls who are both performers and fighters. Flip Flappers is just crazy stuff. No. Uh, Princess <laughs> Principle is uh, about like a secret organization of, of uh, girl spies that do special missions. That and could then be there's fun. Chica Coffin Princess, which uh, is... It's got action and it's very cute. <laughs> yes, all female led shows. Fun. Go figure. I could be this. All of this sounds fun to me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Not yes. And and I know people are like, yeah, but all Sentai's possible options are like older shows. I'm like, Not entirely true. If they were perhaps dubbing these two series from the current season, I think they would both be good for Toonami. There's The Executioner and Her Way of Life, which is about uh, a young woman who kills people who get isekai Oh, <laughs> oh my, my God. No. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. In the first Sir episode, the she, she, uh, she meets a guy who gets isekai and... Actually, yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Well, I've I've kind of already spoiled it, but, uh, yeah. But she uh, she meets a person who kind of like changes her uh, trajectory, so to speak. And then there's another one. Why would which... you change that? This sounds like an excellent start for a plot. Just keep doing that. Yeah. And the the other one I'm thinking of is I'm giving up heroing, which is about uh, you know the traditional story of a guy is the hero. He goes. He defeats the demon army. But in this case, after he defeats the demon army, everybody's scared of him because he's so strong and nobody likes him. So his only choice is to go back to the very demon army that he just destroyed and try to rebuild it because there's nowhere else for him to go. That sounds awesome. That sounds very interesting. Yeah, it's really good. I'm enjoying it a lot. I, I think if either of those are getting a dub anytime soon, then I'd love to see the dub premiere on Toonami or yeah. like the day after Sentai or something. Lupin is actually the like uh, 11 hours after Toonami's broadcast. So I, I wasn't sure if they were actually going to do that, but I guess they are. 
And I was surprised that Sentai is involved in that, so I guess they might have the broadcast rights to it. But I'm sure TMS is still involved. So, so I see yeah. don't doesn't Sentai also have Chivalry of a Failed Knight? I think I don't think they could put that on Toonami, but mm, Yeah, like, they do. Yeah. That that's probably a, a, a bit too fan servicey for Toonami. Yeah, it's too fan servicey. I enjoyed it though. It was good. A good story. If they had minimized a little bit the fan service, it would have the storyline would have fit in really well with Tsunami. But yeah, Kura doesn't make anime. She just complains and talks about it. Oh, I'm sorry. The title that was I'm quitting heroing. I'm sure the <laughs> yeah. Japanese title is something else entirely. You know, yeah, like so, novel so I titles. Think, <laughs> I think it's a nice. We've talked about like some obvious ones and some some less obvious. You know, it's a less obvious potential one, so it should. We'll, we'll see. Are will we be surprised or not so surprised in the coming two weeks? Who knows? And uh, not entirely unlikely, but if they want to play um, the third Made in Abyss movie, which is new content, not a recap. Oh hell yes! They, they could do that like the week after Titan and Shinmu end. Not allowed to talk about Made in Abyss this episode, but yes, I I would appreciate that. Oh, yeah, because <laughs> you're kind of like, oh, what happens next? What happens next? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a uh, it definitely it's a subject for hand. our next podcast. Stay tuned, listeners. Mm hmm. Yeah. So we've kicked around some ideas. Mm hmm. And again, I don't think it would be a bad idea to promote Assassination Classroom if they don't have anything big coming. But at the same time, if they just dropped an unknown show at the top of the block, maybe that would work. Time out. I don't think it would be a bad idea to promote, and then you could just stop that sentence there. <laughs> you can you can just stop there. That would apply easily. Could you please promote your stuff more? They waited until, like, during Ship It In to run the Lupin promo. Like, really? Just promote better. You're not... We love you, but you're doing not a good job with promoting yourself. Like, we, we shouldn't even be having this conversation this close to when those shows are ending. They should no. have already told us by now. Yeah, be nice. Two weeks out, I feel like two weeks is a good amount of time to get hyped for a show. Two Absolutely. weeks is fine. It, it's Why do a, we not know what the show is? That's ridiculous. It, we don't on. know because it's such a tense. Maybe it's a movie. It could be a movie. Uh, but legitimately, just the, the situation is so clearly tense. I think that's why they're mm. slow on telling us. I don't accept this as acceptable. <laughs> I yeah, still I don't like it either. More I don't like it. For knowledge. I don't like it either, but. Yes. We, uh. <laughs> We, well, we wouldn't be talking about it on this podcast if they had already told us. This is, these are facts. <laughs> and We're I did want to kick around ideas before they actually tell us what it is. But, um, yeah, if, really they, wish... if they moved Assassination Classroom up, it would last until mid-June. And then they could, say, replace it with Primal or Housing Complex C. For all we know... They could end up replacing Shenmu with Housing Complex C. It's like ready to go. Who knows? I mean, Shenmu came out of nowhere and be like, "Hey, here I am." It did kind of come out of nowhere. <laughs> I was again ex not expecting promote, it till like June. Promote yeah. your material. Just uh, if it is Housing Complex C, they better run a promo this Saturday. My gosh. Yeah. Right. 
I mean, regardless of what it is, they should run. No, the it's brand new. Yeah, if and it, they have to fill two slots. So yeah. please yeah. promote one of them at least. Yeah. This week, if not both, come on. Should be an interesting Saturday. We'll see what happens. Absolutely. Mhm. Mhm. Should be interesting. <laughs> but yeah. I know. Okay. Uh, yes. So there is a much larger discussion that will occur after we take a little break. Uh, so until then, uh, uh, Kuro, tell them where they can find you. Find me on Twitter, Happy Kurgity. And you can find me on the website, uh, tsunamifaithful.com. Thank you. And uh, Laser's in the next segment, but you, you can still drop your deets. Yeah, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Prime. You can find my uh, editorials and Shemba reviews on To My Faithful. And you can find me usually on uh, V-Lord's podcast uh, universe at this point, when I, where I frequently guest. <laughs> the V-Lord podcast universe. It's true. Smart. And you can find me on Twitter, AntSketch1984. And with that, the time has come to discuss one of my favorite things to talk about. What's so that? Stay, stay tuned for... Uh, very long conversation about One Piece. You holy You and me in One Piece? Oh boy, this is going to be fun. So, without further ado, here we go! latest batch of one piece which started with the fake straw hat arc which was roughly six episodes and uh then moved on to kind of the getting to fishman island which took about five episodes and then we had a decent chunk of episodes that were in fishman island so let's talk about those fake straw hats first hilarious as crap i love them they're just like so ridiculous no one should fall for them but in traditional one piece fashion everyone does everyone except sentomaru thank you thank you sentomaru for being the one brain cell in the navy i love how like sanji's like imposter also looks like his like wanted poster too yes yes that joke continues You thought it would die with Duval, but it it lives on. Who's Duval, you ask? Well, you you briefly met him, <laughs> but uh, flying he, he, fish riders. The flying fish riders were an important side characters in the Shabodi and Chaparago arc, which didn't air on Toonami. Wah, wah. Uh, <laughs> but you got to show up. One there. of the best moments in One Piece history, sadly. Several, actually. Oh, no. But Man. you know exactly what I'm talking about when I say when we're talking about Sabaody. Luffy and the epic punch. The punch heard around the world. Man, mm-hmm. that punch. I so actually have a mock tsunami intro 
for that arc. That's literally just that scene. Perfect. That's kind of spoilery for uh, the, I, that I arc. I it actually happened. Oh, good. Oh, you, you see, you 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 change your bumps for relevance. I do because I can afford to because it's just me, me and my friends that I show stuff to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wish Toonami could do that more often. Yeah. It's nice that we're finally not having fake straw hat bumps. Yes, <laughs> that is good. That was uh that was a a long time of uh Demero Black being like a guy with a funny nose, a girl with orange hair, and a reindeer. Find him for me and bring him to me. <laughs> no, and a guy in a stupid backpack. I don't even remember the quote. Uh, yes. So, these straw hats are reuniting both on Toonami and as their crew. They are reuniting after two years and uh, three days. <laughs> Something to that effect. Uh, no. It's exactly two years, isn't it? Because the three... the Three, three days, days, two years. Three days, two days. It is three days. It is three it is two two days and three years. Isn't because it they, three days years, two years and like the initial plan was three days? So the yep. three yeah. days was crossed off. Yeah, yep. that's it. That's, that's why it's three D two Y, the name of that special, which you should totally watch. Yes. It's uh it's not really... available dubbed. <laughs> yes, it is. Oh right, right. They did dub that. Uh, <laughs> I actually own that... the Blu-ray, so I know it's dubbed. Uh, I think that's only available dubbed on Funimation. Probably Funimation, if they have a dubbed. I'm not even sure. They don't have all the specials in the movies on Funimation. so They have some of them. They don't have them all. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, (laughs) And I'm sure there was a momentary time where people tuned into One Piece here and like, who are all these characters? (laughs) I mean, at this point, that was pretty much inevitable as uh, unfortunately i mean although watching the uh start of a newer arc made me go huh this would have actually been a good starting point too yeah yeah i feel like this is a pretty good place to start oh i but, completely agree but, I, oh you know, man so it's good they're doing two episodes oh gosh yeah. it is it, it especially at this point in one piece it moves too slow otherwise. They also have so many flashbacks. They do. Yeah. They really so many do. Flashbacks. Because it's it's been twenty two episodes, and uh, if if it was once a week, it'd be eleven, and they would uh, just be getting into Fishman Island now. Yikes. <laughs> yeah, that would be painful. Yeah, no. Oh, boy, I'm, oh, boy, I'm, oh, I'm glad they didn't do that. That would be way too long to wait for that. Uh huh. Yeah, like, I feel like as much as I don't, like, dislike this part of One Piece, I feel that, like, the way they create the padding is not as creative as how they handle it, like, in the later arcs, where it feels like they're more expanding on the material. Here, it's just, like, they're just referencing everything that moves to make Mm -hmm. sure that the story just, like, is going at just... A slight amounts of pace every episode. I actually quite um most people don't like this arc very much. I love Fishman Island, but the early Fishman mm-hmm. Island is just painful. Yeah. 
it's uh, mm. <laughs> honestly <laughs> like when they get to the fights, it's really not that interesting either. No, no. Yeah. When I say I like uh, uh, Fisherman Island, it's 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 about to where we're about to get to. So I can't really talk about it much. But yeah, same. Yeah, so like that, when that's... this was like running, like the manga, like I dropped One Piece like partway through this arc because like I just got so bored with it. And nowadays, like I feel like there is some like good storylines in Fishman Island, but it really takes a while to get there, like Laser says. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. It really, it's a slow burn. Um, mm-hmm. And going at the speed Toonami's going, it really helps it because otherwise, oh God, I can't imagine, well, actually I can't imagine going at it once a week because I did that with my friends. <laughs> but I also did marathons of episodes here and there to try and make it easier. So I kind of did something similar. Yeah, the first time I watched Fishman Island, it was uh, watching like 12 episodes at a time yeah that's what i was doing as well i was, I was right there with you doing the, the dvd releases mm-hmm. the best method oh yes <laughs> i actually i've been very happy with with how that's what they've been doing with funimation and i pray to god we get those dubs on Crunchyroll and they keep doing that because that has been a beautiful way to watch one piece dubbed mm-hmm. but it went so good, fast tsunami is still crazy. a good way oh god yeah the modern dub has been so nice it's been it's been a redemption arc mm-hmm. after so many years of oh when are they gonna dub more <laughs> when are they gonna get the rest of fishman island there's two volumes we still need and it's been a year and a half what is going on uh rough times those were the dark ages of the one piece fandom mm-hmm. for sure and that's I mean, the there, advantage, there, you know, there were several they don't lulls. Have to deal with that. several lulls oh yes <laughs> Oh yeah, the, uh, the Straw Hats reunite one by one, more or less, in uh, Shaburi Archipelago, where the Sunny has been for a long, long time, and uh, they, you know, they got to reassemble the crew, and somehow Zoro is the first one there. <laughs> it's magic. It's entirely due to help, I'm sure. Oh, has to be. Because the ghost girl shows up, good old Perona, to, to give her a give him give him a ride, <laughs> and yeah, you know, slowly coming to town. Luffy's like the last one into town. Well, that's not surprising at all. No, no, late. it's not. <laughs> Fashionably late is right. Remember it was always right, uh, late, didn't you know? <laughs> that mustache <laughs> man. And no one will recognize him. It works pretty well, unfortunately. <laughs> it does. It works way better than it has any right to be. It's like the people of One Piece have Sonic the Hedgehog levels of, of intelligence here. Jeez Louise, it's bad. It's like you versus the Luffy they tell you not to worry about. It's like these guys. All right, let's, let's be real. These guys had a great idea. <laughs> These guys. If only uh, Luffy had stayed retired, they would have had the best idea. Yeah, yeah. And also, if they'd only chosen the place not where Luffy was going to be. Yeah, right. <laughs> also, why would they go to Sabaody when it's so close to the Marines? That's a bad idea. It's a terrible idea. You should be hanging out in like East Blue. <laughs> Hey, you guys are so weak. You do way better than something like East Blue. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I, I, <laughs> these, 
These guys might be able to beat Don Krieg or, or Arlong. Arlong. Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> maybe. Have a uh, maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> they're not. They're not the least bit strong. <laughs> no. They do have Arlong's uh, friend though. Uh, ah. Yeah. So <laughs> these characters uh, I'll make it seem like. The Straw Hats really let themselves go in two years. <laughs> well, the girls are still pretty skinny. Actually, the girls are ridiculously skinny. I, it almost feels like commentary. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> but, like, fake Zoro's chubby. Fake Luffy is freaking huge. Fake massive. Usopp is massive. <laughs> Break Soga King, rather. It's almost like they're... Uh you know, cosplay out of convention. Oh, that's not nice. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, I include myself in that if, if that helps. This is why I don't cosplay. That's I will be I no one's dress-up darling. I, I also don't cosplay <laughs> for that exact reason. I, I, I could, like, pull off Sengoku. <laughs> I think I could pull off uh, Fat Gum from Hair Academia. Ah, yeah. I mean, yeah. He's he's a cool guy. I'd just put myself in jelly and be Jelly Jiggler. <laughs> <laughs> then, then we can uh, just watch CJ have nasty flashbacks to a podcast episode. Indeed. Indeed. Of course, the added enjoyment of these fake straw hats is, of course, the creative liberties with the dubbing. Oh, God, yes. That wonderfully rib on the awful... Awful voices of the four kids dub. <laughs> so you've got a Nico Robin with a southern drawl, and you've got a Sanji who you know, sounds like Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> yeah. Like a real bad Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> and I would even go to say that, um, yeah, I, I, I think Patrick Seitz. Uh, fake Soga King is channeling at least a little bit of Jason Griffith's Usopp. Just the the way he goes in this. <laughs> We're even madder than usual. <laughs> oh, it makes the clouds go poopy. Oh my god. You're that, gonna kill me, Sketch. That dub is... <laughs> Alright. I am glad that, that was not my One Piece introduction. I got introduced to the Shonen Jump manga. Technically, I read the One Piece manga first. Oh, you pure, pure, pure soul. Yes. Mm. Back when they still called him Zoro. Ah, I have four volumes, like four printed volumes of that manga where they still call them Zoro, and I will cherish them forever. <laughs> Beautiful. I just have a bunch of old Shonen Jump magazines where they do that. Oh, yeah, I do have those, too. At least most of them. A lot of mine them. got thrown out due to a flood, but I still have the first year complete. Wow. That's, that's, sounds good. That's up to Arlong, right? I think so. Something like that. Because they I stopped so. like around like uh, Marine Ford, I think. They got, Didn't like, they pretty skip far. to Marine Ford or something? Or? I think so, maybe. Yeah, they... It's been uh... a blur. It, yeah. yeah, I wasn't even reading Trunch Up by that point, but of course, now I, I've it's heard. Simulpub. 
Oh yeah, now it's just you know everything. Different. But bonds. yeah, they did have that speed up. Uh, I want to say it was around Marine Ford. Then they they did the speed up, or maybe it was even before Marine Ford. I don't know. When Marine Ford was new, I was reading Scanlation. <laughs> <laughs> when Marineford was new, I was probably watching Skypea because I, uh, by the time I the, the uh, One Piece DVDs started coming out from Funimation, I was just watching those as they came out, and that was my One Piece access at that point. Hmm. Fair enough. I remember hearing about uh, Marineford when I, I think actually it was more like when I was watching Water Seven, but you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. At that point, I was watching the the legal simulcast. Which was Shabodi. Yep. Good times. Uh, yeah, something around there. So, yeah, I, I do appreciate the reading. Also amusing to me, at least, knowing that uh, Eric Vale was the test dub Luffy for Funimation be- long before they got, like, before four kids got it, when Funimation was one of the companies doing a test dub for One Piece. Eric Vale was going to be Luffy. Kind of glad that didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, same here. It's uh, it would no, no, Not nowhere near as good as Colin. Colin Clickbeard is Luffy, as far as I'm concerned. Mmm, she's as Luffy as Mayumi Tanaka is. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it wouldn't have been terrible, but I cannot imagine him still being Luffy now. To this day. That's, I mean, he's been Sanji to this day. so there's Yeah, that. but Sanji's a very different very voice different than character. what you would expect oh, yes. from, Luffy. from Luffy. I, I definitely agree. Uh, Eric Vale has described Sanji as myself right out of bed. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. <laughs> Sanji is something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Whatever but that's like that's accent. I've I've heard his outtakes. So I have a pretty good idea what he thinks of of Sanji. <laughs> uh, Sketch. I'm gonna show those to you one more time. <laughs> I point. look forward to it, sir. Uh, so, uh, Luffy tries not to cause any trouble because Boa Hancock told him. Now Luffy trying to stay under trouble. Luffy's like, okay, I'll try to stay under trouble, and he. He tries. <laughs> and then he bumps into fake Luffy and causes a kerfuffle. <laughs> but he's all like, oh, oh I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> you you think you could just apologize? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to pick a fight with the real Luffy. I'm, I'm smart, guys. I, I know what I'm doing. Uh, I love the scene where they're like hanging out at the bar, the fake straw hats, and Nami shows up. And they're like trying to talk to her. It's yeah, like, yeah. How do they gotta... not realize it's the actual people? Because they're idiots. <laughs> Again, and then even Chopper falls for it because Chopper, love him, is also an idiot. Oh, Chopper! Chopper is one of the people who still thinks. Look, Luffy also falls for it. At least with oh, yes, Sanji he and because he is also an idiot. Zoro. Wow, you guys don't fight anymore. <laughs> he talked funny. Or actually, he says, you guys don't talk as much as you used to. (laughs) Gosh, Luffy, come on. (laughs) 
But yeah, we gotta go save Robin. Why won't you guys go save Robin? I Chopper, please. (laughs) I I both laugh and cry because like I laugh because Chopper, no, but I cry because I'm like, ouch, Chopper, that hurts. It's like, how could you like? All right, in his defense, he would be absolutely devastated if that was actually what was happening. That is true. This should have been a real good clue that he's not with his friends. Should have been. Wasn't. No. No, it wasn't. And the Marines grabbed the wrong Nico Robin. <laughs> to this day, I, it makes me laugh every time. I think the, 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 the fake chopper with the, just biting the heck out of fake Robin who was being running away and just bleeding from the head. It's fine. Uh, it feels Everything very Gintama-inspired. It, it, it's, it's a great silly gag, and I love it. Like, oh, oh boy. Uh, but these fake straw hats have gained some notoriety, mostly by lying, and have tried to assemble like a big group of pirates. That's your other hint that this isn't right. Yeah, because Luffy don't do that. He does. He doesn't want a big crew. He wants to keep it cozy. It's a family. <laughs> he wants a skeleton crew. Uh, <laughs> Chopper, please. Bone jokes are all I have. <laughs> Speaking of Brooke. <laughs> Brooke, man. He uh, he had the best life oh, outside, God. He in really the past did. two years. He became the a true king. king. He became a rock star. The soul king. And... I don't think I actually noticed when I saw this the first time that his manager was one of those people with the weird disjointed arm with the long arm tribe. Yeah, they're the ones that captured him in the in the uh, for a while. (laughs) Oh man, (laughs) that would not have expected them to be business savvy, but all right, (laughs) they clearly know where talent when they see it. Guess so. So, uh, Soul King Brook has his final performance before reuniting with the crew. But they're like, Brook, I'm gonna kill you. Like, bro, I'm a skeleton. <laughs> I'm a straw hat. What are you gonna do? <laughs> Don't make me get my friends. Do you want to fight straw hat, Luffy? Because that's what's gonna happen. <laughs> and that, Unless... that dude punched the celestial dragon. He don't care about your clout. Mm-hmm. Unless we forget about that moment when Usopp and Nami reunite and Usopp's nose has a yes. good time. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's a very good time. <laughs> Woo-wee. Woo-wee. I'm not jealous. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay. I'm not the biggest fan of Probably any of the redesigns. Actually, uh, Usopp's is good. Usopp's is fine. Sanji's is Luffy's fine. Luffy's is fine. Sanji's fine. Zoro's okay. I don't really like Luffy's shirts, honestly. I I don't dislike them. Um, the one that the worst one is Frankie. Frankie oh, got it bad. Frankie Man. is terrible. I hate it so much. I do. I do too. It's Even though so he can give different hairdos, and that doesn't fun. matter. He's got he's got like this Choaniki body going on. All the hairdos a... make him worse too. 
The design yeah. keeps getting worse with every hair change. I miss the Vase Ventura hair. Yes. And doesn't he have like a different chin now too? He does. Yeah. So he doesn't have the three pronged chin anymore. Yeah, and his and his, his his body is scary. It's it's ridiculous. It's it's he was swole before, and now he's like got muscles on muscles on muscles, and it's just so ridiculous. It's almost like a parody. Yeah, it's like he also has tiny hands inside of his big hands. Oh yeah, it's true. (laughs) And then uh, eighty shoulder pads. Like we already had perfection. Like we we, did. did His design was really good. No, no, yeah. Usopp is probably the only design I'm like yes. Definitely an improvement. Yeah. I like Nami fine, but I preferred her before. I and, would agree on both ends of that. And, and I feel the same Robin way about Robin. Robin is such a downgrade. <laughs> I, I, I mean, she's still lovely, bad, but it it's, just it's, ain't the same. Robin yeah. looks too much like Hancock now. She does. Uh, yeah. Which is... I don't know why people think Hancock is the most beautiful. I don't feel it. <laughs> I feel you there. Hancock is just kind of a... She's, she's not ugly or anything, but she's not no, the no, most no, no. beautiful at, by a long shot out of characters in the show. See, I... But, uh, yeah. See, I... But, eh. but, come on, Nami. Wear a shirt. <laughs> no shoes, no shirt, no service. Less is more. Oh, I like her shoes, though. I like those shoes. Those are some good mm-hmm. shoes. And the jeans are nice, too. But, like, I like the design of the bikini, but less is more. <laughs> I appreciate that in all future arcs, she generally is wearing something else. <laughs> but that's her default look now. So, any filler episodes or. <laughs> You know, whatever, opening sequences, it's almost always going to be that. <laughs> and we've, the less we say about the body shapes, the better. Because <laughs> they're uh, ridiculous. And then Chopper got uh Oh, weird. man. They Chopper. done Chopper dirty. Chopper's, no. Oh. He became an actual mascot. Chopper oh, was perfect in Water 7. Why did they have what? to go and... F it up, man. Come on. <laughs> hurts. It hurts. Does. Mm-mm-mm. Well, enough complaining about that. <laughs> uh, at least they don't look like the fake straw hands, which have yeah, clearly true. been on crack for two years. <laughs> that is true. It could be worse. It could be those. And among the pirates that the straw, the the fake straw hats, the fly hats, whatever you want to call them, <laughs> they uh, they end up recruiting Caribou and Corribou, uh, a couple of uh, nasty pirates, one of which can turn into a mud man. Great. He also has this serious thing about uh, not liking when people lie. I mean, that's understandable to a certain extent, but the extreme he gets to, and it's like, you lied to me, therefore I murder you. Yeah, it's, it's a, a bit. Uh, that's a it's bit, bit much. Uh, it's a bit yeah. much. Just a, a bit psychotic, that's all. Mm-hmm. So the Flaw Hat Pirates have uh, caused enough of a stir in Sabaody now that the Marines have shown up with uh, uh, Sentamaru and some pacifistas 
And the whole point of these guys showing up is just to show how much more of a badass Monkey D. Luffy is now. He can solo him now. Yep. You used to take uh, the entire team to take out one. Just to take out one. But now he can solo the pacifista Kuma robots. And you got that great moment where he dodges the bullets. It's beautiful. (laughs) That's why I have a gift of that. It's it's very good. (laughs) This whole time, (laughs) there's like, you don't even realize who you're dealing with. And then, bless you, Sitamaru being like, that's not Monkey D. Luffy. Get your eyes checked. I love it. I absolutely love it. Like, oh, it's not? Are you sure? (laughs) Yes. He's Monkey D. Luffy. Uh Oh. Oh, yeah, that makes more sense. But the Straw Hats have to escape the island, and the Marines are attacking them, and they got to get away. Thankfully, everyone is here. To help them get on their way. Yes, indeed. All of the help you've gotten throughout the time skip. You got Rayleigh. You got the newcomer that dropped off Sanji. You got... I feel bad for the Marines that had to deal with Rayleigh. That's just like, suddenly I'm dealing with someone who's way too powerful. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, go ahead and try to cross this line. I dare you. (laughs) You got Verona. As mentioned before, she's, she's there still. Helping them along. And, uh, yeah. Interestingly, um, there were two, actually more than two, but at least uh, two people that guarded the Sunny over these two years. One was Hachi, the fishman that we were first introduced in the Arlong arc, who is now their friend as of the Shabodi arc. So the arc that would have been immediately following where we left off. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Uh, he and Nami have come to terms. But uh, he he was uh, trying to protect the uh, Thousand Sunny for a little while. And then, interestingly, Bartholomew Kuma apparently was protecting the Sunny for a time. That we find out why. Supposedly, the last order he gave himself as it's it's the last thing that he could do as a human. Well, and, and we also find out why Rayleigh let him do what he did. He mm-hmm. told Rayleigh something very specific. Mm-hmm. And that he wanted to help out the Straw Hats. And I guess Kuma had ideas of where to send all of them for them to be able to get stronger. And I'm sure Sanji has many things to say about that. I'm sure he does. <laughs> let's not talk about that. Actually, let's talk about that. This is the worst running <laughs> gag in One Piece right yes, now. Yes. It, the it way they funny. treat the new comma. It was Ugh. funny about once. But in and, this, like, the new comma are uh, chasing after the Marines, and the Marines are like, ah, they're monsters! Oh no, the gay! Mm-mm-mm. Oda. Oda is, is a great storyteller, but sometimes... Yeah. 
And I wish that that was the last we saw of that kind of humor, but it's it not. Is, it is not. Oh, there my. is more when we get to Fishman Island. Oh, yes. Uh, uh, Sanji, Sanji is insufferable in this storyline. Yes, he is. He is the worst part of Fishman Island. Not even the, the slow start, which is a problem. It's as big of a problem because this is just like, Sanji, get over it already. Come on. Mm-hmm. Like, the arc just makes him into a caricature of his, like, former self. And it's, like, so I agree. sad. It's... Mm-hmm. He used to be cool. Yeah. And he gets to be cool again later, but... Not Once they get off of this arc. Not until we're done with this arc, really. Ugh. <laughs> uh, man. Ugh. Okay, so the Straw Hats are now on their way to Fishman Island. Again, this takes like five episodes in which they get separated again. Of These course. darn Straw Hats just can't stay assembled. <laughs> they just can't stay assembled. Oh, well. Straw Hats like, disassemble! That's one thing I notice like, in Pwn's, like time skip One Piece a lot. Like, You often don't see the Straw Hats all together for very long. And when they are separated, it's only like pairs of like two or three. Yeah. It, it, Oda does it a lot. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, they do get separated in prior arcs. Like there's plenty of time where they're not all together in Thriller Bark. Yeah. So, but the periods there's a lot like of they're up in Alabasta too. That's true. But the periods that they're yeah. like separated are a lot longer now, which is kind oh, of yeah. like annoying. Yeah. Well, I mean, it gets to the point where characters are omitted for an entire arc. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's fun. Robin and Zoro fans not very happy about Whole Cake Island, I'll tell you what. <laughs> uh-uh. Uh, I know Robin and Zoro fans who <laughs> definitely have those sentiments. I'm good, though, because I got Nami. <laughs> As long as I've got Luffy and Brooke, I'll be happy. Although I, Zoro is my third favorite. <laughs> I do I do miss having Zoro around. Though, honestly, less so ever since the time skip. <laughs> He's kind of not as entertaining as he used to be. <laughs> That's true. He certainly has his cool moments. And also his, oh, you got lost again. <laughs> I, I actually love that joke. I don't care that it gets done to death. It's funny. Oh, yeah. I am Zoro in real life. V-Lord can verify this. I have to mention that Sanji goes looking for Zoro when Zoro decides to kill some time fishing. He's never gone fishing before, but he decided to go fishing. Uh, So Zoro decides to get onto a fishing boat. He gets on the wrong boat. It starts going under the water. He destroys the boat and then blames them. As you do. (laughs) Zoro, that's that's not very nice. You just, you just crushed all their dreams. Zoro's just a natural disaster. You have to work around is. his schedule. That's absolutely true. <laughs> if he falls asleep on your ship, you better hope that he doesn't wake up before you get to where you're going. Because <laughs> that's exactly what happened. <laughs> I just love when he wakes up. This wasn't the right ship. <laughs> That delivery for the bot is perfect. Like, uh, there's Zoro. I knew it was too good to be true. 
I do appreciate that Tsunami decided to use that scene of uh, Zoro saying, oh, I'm the first one here. <laughs> what? Did they get lost? That is great. <laughs> that is a bump that I very much appreciated. So the Straw Hats have to go down really far, like into the abyss far. <laughs> Take, yeah, they can, they can get to be I made mean. in the abyss. They'll go hang out with her friends there. Yeah, like if you if you compare the distance, it actually seems to be like longer than the abyss. <laughs> I yeah, think maybe. I might be misremembering that. Uh, yeah, so they gotta they gotta go way way down in the water, which is this is apparently the only way to get to Fishman Island. You gotta come from Sabuti. You gotta have a bubble around your ship. You gotta go down, and this is also the only way to get to the other side and that's part of the reason why they're going to fishman island in the first place fishman island something that was name dropped very early in the series indeed it was yeah i give uh, credit to oda for these uh four thoughts <laughs> and as they are entering the depths they have some trouble as they do they run into a kraken, as you do. As you do. Perfectly normal. And Luffy's like, hey, those guys had a sea monster driving their boat. I'm going to tame the kraken. I love that the sea monster taming their boat was the freaking cow. Momo. Momo. It's Momo, Momo from, from the Arlong arc to remind yes. you, hey, remember the Arlong arc? That's important. <laughs> Hey, you remember? I remember. I actually am both kind of surprised and disappointed that Momu just, that Momu's gone now. <laughs> yeah, it was a very quick moment. It was just just long enough for Nami to be like, "Momu, you remember me?" And then Momu looks over and he sees Luffy, Sanji, and Zoro. Is like, "Oh hell no, I'm out of here. I'm done. Bye. <laughs> Peace and out." And uh. Caribou's brother, Koribu. I don't care which one it was. <laughs> one of the brothers, along with the rest of their crew, is probably dead. <laughs> probably. I mean, this is One Piece. It's pretty rare for characters to die. But I don't know how they would survive otherwise. Because <laughs> their bubble got burst. They're under the ocean quite adept. depth. Uh, and I think they're screwed. But uh, Mudman, he survives, and he's all like, oh, guys, uh, this is a mistake. Uh, I'm harmless. Uh, actually, I'm plotting a terrible thing for you. Oh, so you're going to put me in a barrel. Okay. <laughs> now I'm going to escape from the barrel. Frankie's like, oh, are you now? <laughs> I guess he's just a barrel of laughs. Uh, he, he does laugh a bit. Uh, I wish his character wasn't here. Me too. It's just—he doesn't really give us much in this arc, except for being annoying. Yeah, that he certainly is. Although he is not the most annoying character in this arc. <laughs> no, he certainly is not. And I wish he was. Uh, okay. <laughs> so Luffy tames the Kraken. As he does. And uh, they get reunited. 
the crew that got separated briefly. Uh, the ship's not in great shape, though, because their bubble is getting smaller and smaller because they keep using the Kuda Burst to get away from danger. Uh, there's a moment when Usopp manages to help them out by giving them a cushion with uh, some of his cool plants. And everybody's like, wow, Usopp, that's really cool. Yeah, that's nothing. Let me tell you about... No, we don't have time to hear about that. <laughs> that's literally what happened. Which is unfortunate, because Usopp certainly has stories to tell. Oh, yeah, that beetle guy did show up. <laughs> he did He did show up at the... At yes, somebody, didn't he? He did? Absolutely. Her- Usopp to him. Usopp and... Oh, forgot about that. Oh, and didn't uh, the, the, the birds from Choppers... Yep, they yeah. came as well. Everyone's here, except for the Revolutionary Army. They're not here. <laughs> They're not here. They have they just things dropped, to do. They just dropped off Robin, or I don't know, Robin got here somehow. <laughs> yeah, they got better things to do. I mean, if they showed up, there would be a, there would be a plot hole. No. Oh. <laughs> well, not necessarily, but... Uh, well, there, that's true. There would definitely be more of a situation for the marines to deal with um yes yes there certainly would they got revolution in to do yeah well, they dragon, can't, uh, dragon they... can't come face to face with luffy anytime soon and a certain other character definitely can't that was what i was getting at that's exactly what i was trying to get at. i suppose that would make a plot hole it's funny that uh, Robin doesn't know the connection of any of those. <laughs> I think she does. Uh, I uh. think she's keeping her silence on purpose based on, on things that happen later. She mm. knows about Dragon at the very least. I don't think she knows about the other stuff. Because mm. like me and Luffy and other characters have never brought up the other stuff. Yes, and of course, things are not talked about unless somebody else brings it up. That's just the way it there works. There is in One something piece. I could say to that, but that's way too off topic and future spoiler land. Yeah, let's uh, <laughs> let's not. What a way to get terrible news coming out of amnesia. <laughs> that's like the worst way to come out of your amnesia. <laughs> is ah, uh, I digress. <clears throat> Uh, the Straw Hats continue their journey. The Kraken, which uh, Luffy has named Surame, I believe. Uh, that sounds right. Uh, I think it's Sotome. Sotome. Close enough, though. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Surname. <laughs> Surname entered here. Enter your character party character's name here. Yeah. Uh, the Kraken uh, does help them get along faster and they eventually find some like under sea volcanoes and they're like oh gosh the sea is scary and wants to kill us <laughs> you think yeah i mean that's just true to life i mean have you seen the deep sea oh god it's terrifying mm-hmm. <laughs> and they uh they managed to survive that by jumping into an abyss which was uh nami's idea to jump into an abyss Thankfully, it's not the abyss. Okay, I'll stop <laughs> referencing that. Oh, man. Well, they don't have to experience the curse of the abyss until they come out of Fish for Nihilus. That's true. <laughs> and that's like on the complete other end of the arc. That's it is some, going down. Uh... <laughs> it is going down. 
So, at the bottom of the abyss, there's apparently sunlight. That's weird. And, uh, clouds? How the heck? And breathable air? But not always. Not always, and in fact, they actually have trouble getting in because of that. Yes, as they are initially greeted by some of the new fishmen pirates that say, hey, swear your allegiance to us. Or die. And Luffy's like, uh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, like, Luffy would literally say anything else. Yeah. It was like the the most no-duh response I've ever seen. hmm And in Straw Hat fashion, they break into the islands the way you're not supposed to. You know, it's, it's Skypea all over again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well... That's that's how the straw hats roll deep under sea, deep, um, high above the clouds. That's just how they do it. <laughs> if my stomach had any contents, it would be evacuating them right about now. Yes, <laughs> Brooke, you are just delightful. Brooke is my favorite straw hat because it just makes me laugh endlessly. And Ian Sinclair's performance is oh so good. Chef's kiss, beautiful. Oh, and we they got all to hear him sing. Oh, yes. it was so good. So glad they dubbed the songs. Love it. love it. I love it too. So once again, Straw Hats are separated as they enter Fisherman Islands. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Luffy, Usopp, Sanji, and Chopper. Yeah, they're, they they uh, they end up with Cami, Cami. Um, it's also from the arc that you didn't get to see on Toonami. <laughs> yeah, Zoro is on his own. Frankie is on his own. Robin is on her own. Uh, Nami is briefly on her own, just long enough to try to fleece some guy at a store. <laughs> But the others uh, are uh, on Brooke. Who's, is, who's Brooke with? Brooke is with uh, Papagoo. Oh, right. Brooke is with Papagoo. So Cammy takes them to see Papagoo, who is kind of a big deal down here. <laughs> yeah. this is. If you saw the Sabo arc, you know, Papagoo is just like some random starfish. It's like, oh, yeah, it's Cammy's pet. Uh, down here, it's a little more than that. Yeah, uh, Cammy's kind of a lower-class citizen. <laughs> yeah. There's, a there's, there's, a there's definitely some societal things going on down on Fishman Islands. Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> if you're not interested in social commentary, this is so not the arc for you. Social commentary and racism. Yeah. Big time. Classism and racism. God, uh, it's the God. perfect toxic combo. Yeah. That yeah. time the Straw Hats shattered racism and classism. Yep. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Well, uh, there's been a lot of times when they've dealt with classism. But this that's time true. they're that's... really leaning into racism. It's very on the nose. It is incredibly on the nose. I rather enjoy it, but it is on the nose. It's really on Arlong's nose. 
That uh, that being Arlong is the other time that. Uh, well, no, Arlong and also the backstory for Boa Hancock, which does tie into Fishman Island. It does. Uh, that's uh, you know the whole, really everything involving the Fishman deals heavily with racism, whereas the classism is, you know, t- throughout the series, but nobles, world nobles, celestial dragons, you know, the whole hierarchy of things. So, yeah. But the racism is not subtle. <laughs> or the the race allegories are, are not the least bit subtle. No, they will beat you over the head with it. Uh, uh, Mm. And you know they find out that it's it, it's kind of interesting for um, for fishmen and and mer people who sometimes get uh, hitched and uh, have babies with each other that the children could be fish fishmen or or merfolk uh, and uh, even though there is some stigma against the fishmen against the merfolk generally they find the whole concept of uh uh looking different shouldn't make you different so they uh frankie has a conversation with uh tom's brother don and who he needs to uh, get a new bubble around the ship so they can continue their journey. Uh, he's like, I don't really, uh, we, we don't really understand why you humans treat each other differently because you look different. We, we don't, we don't. Shots we, we, we fired don't. <laughs> and rightfully <laughs> so. We don't think that uh, these differences should make us treat each other differently. And he explains, you know, how the biology of merfolk and <clears throat> fishmen work. And <laughs> this guy's also like, so, Frankie, which one of your parents was a robot? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, dude, that's not how it works. Well, Frankie, why don't you explain to him that you're a cyborg? <laughs> then then he won't ask if you're, if, if part of your genes are robotic. <laughs> and Robin's off finding uh, Ponyglyph because that's that's what she do. What she does. <clears throat> and oh boy, Sanji. Oh boy, Sanji. Yeah, that's you could say that again. So, ever since Sanji got back from Newcomer Island. He's kind of overly excited about seeing women of any kind, really. Uh, He's very excited to see Nami and Robin again, but now he's on an island of mermaids. All it's, I can think of is, uh, is um, the Muppets animal going, woman, woman, yeah. Yeah. So he's on this island of mermaids, and every time he sees someone he finds attractive, 
he loses a whole lot of blood. <laughs> like we've we've taken the comical nosebleed boner parody to dangerous levels. Yeah. He's it... bleeding like a character in Bleach. <laughs> Master Roshi levels. Uh yeah. I mean Master Roshi's never really been in, in by on death's door from the amount no, of no no this is an extreme beyond anything else i've ever seen and it the fact that it's a serious plot point just kind of makes me go are you trying to be silly or are you trying to tell a story i'm confused it's just such a stupid stupid so, thing it's so dumb and the fact that it ties into like serious like themes in the art too mm -hmm. like, this is it, how you do it it undercuts what it's trying to do. And what it's trying to do is really interesting, but it because it comes from this, it, it's hard to take seriously. Yes. Also, he needs to get a blood transfusion. And yes, you're that's what you're alluding to. He needs to get a blood transfusion, and this is apparently something that Merfolk and Fishmen do not do with humans. And there's it's, a reason for that. I wonder what that could be. It's not a law, per se, but it is kind of a rule that's it's, abided by. It's not de jure, but it is de facto. And uh, so, luckily, there are a decent amount of humans that do live or hang out on Fishman Island at any given time. So, Sanji does get some... Blood transfusions. Plenty of blood transfusions from more new comma. And please stop making this joke. It's terrible. <clears throat> it's, it's at least in this case, they I, I, I'm not one hundred percent certain that they that's what's going on here. Cause I get the I get the the German bodybuilder vibe from them more than anything. Like it's Hans and Franz. Yeah, well, I mean, there's some dub liberties there. That's I, true. I, I think one of them is Joel McDonald, one of the uh, ADR directors, and uh, they're hamming it up. And it's, I appreciate the delivery. What I don't appreciate is the caricatures. Like, yeah. can, can we have a probably gay character in One Piece that doesn't represent like this that would be nice like i i don't i didn't mind it in impel down but it's it's all they've done since yeah and impel down uh, i mean they really lean to gender fluidity yeah but ever since then like and let's be real here uh <laughs> ivankov forcibly transitioning characters oh, is uh, um, uh, 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 mm, no mm. <laughs> not a good gag no 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 not respectful <laughs> yikes i still like ivankov as a character but uh <laughs> Woo! that's a hot button all right <laughs> kind of glad that part didn't air on tsunami <laughs> we still talked about it but yeah it's it's just, please stop. Of course, Sanji's reaction when he finds out that these lovely individuals have <laughs> saved his life is it's not very thankful. No, no quite the opposite. It's really not. It's 
Gosh, it's bad. It's like this arc just wants to go out of its way to make you hate Sachi. It, it does feel that way. It does. <laughs> it definitely does. If you're a Sanji fan, this is not your arc. And eventually he meets some mermaids. And surprisingly, he's able to, you know, keep it in for a while. But then they have to hide him. And he gets hugged real close. Oh, dear. And then we get a fountain of blood in the shape of a mermaid. The geyser. The one time I found this gag funny. Yeah, if that was like the only time it happened, that would have been funny. But the fact that they... Uh, <laughs> they just... It was a running gag that went too long. Yes. And it seems like it's finally over, which is good, but... Uh, it's like Tomaki all over again, or I guess technically beforehand, where it's just like, okay, this joke is dumb, but it, you can do it funny once, but oh god, please stop. I did find interesting, though, is uh, the mermaids really seem to like Sanji. They do. They they showed him more affection than pretty much any characters other than Newcoma have for the entirety of the series thus far. This is true. I just thought that was... Perhaps his dream of finding a mermaid was for that very reason. Perhaps. Perhaps. He doesn't need the like, all blue anymore. I thought your dream was to find the all blue. Not anymore. I will die for this. <laughs> sure, I could live a long, boring life, but I'd rather die doing what I love. <laughs> oh, Sanji. So, Mudman escapes from a barrel and captures some mermaids, which does complicate some things because now the straw hats are being blamed for capturing mermaids. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so once again, the straw hats uh, are in trouble or at least people are looking for them and they assume that they're in trouble because they are pirates. <laughs> it's, a, it's a logical assumption. <laughs> it is. And yes, they are somewhat in trouble, but also uh King Neptune just wants him to come to the palace and hang out. Yeah, well, you, you, you saved his... Uh, well, actually, you don't know that yet. Yeah, oh, right, right, right. Uh, they save uh, a shark from the, from the Kraken. Yep. They save, oh, they right. save that a particular a shark way. wearing a t-shirt from the Kraken. I and... didn't mention that up to this point. Uh, and it, you know, it, it blew away. So, this is apparently a very important shark. The... Uh, the beloved pet of the mermaid princess. Megalo, the shark. Yep. <laughs> it's Megalo. Yeah. Does he <laughs> box? I don't think he does. Damn. I mean, it's probably a reference to like Megalodon, like the biggest probably. kind of shark. Yeah, yeah, like the Meg. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he wants to, you know, thank them for that. And apparently Zoro is already at the palace drinking. As you do. Oh, <laughs> uh, Zoro. Never change, Zoro. Never change. But at first Luffy's like, I don't want to go to the palace. What? Why would I go to the palace? And then the king's like, there's delicious food. Now you have my Is attention. there meats? <laughs> and <laughs> Papagoo, who, mind you, uh, we've mentioned is kind of a big deal down here, is all like, Dude, you can't refuse a 
A request for the king? <laughs> you are such an idiot, kid. <laughs> I mean, uh, he is. <laughs> he certainly is. And he has negative tact. It's yeah. not that he's tactless. He has negative tact. <laughs> oh, dear Luffy. <clears throat> so after they uh, get Nami <laughs> and meet up with Papagoo, who they find out is a big deal, and they find Brooke, who is also a big deal down here, you know. <laughs> Soul King is wanted far and wide. <laughs> uh, that's when they meet the king. And the king invites them. And then they're off to the palace. They go to the palace and like, hey, uh, king, you probably shouldn't have brought them there. They're kind of wanted for kidnapping mermaids. Like, nonsense. These are my guests. Jamon. Jamon. And <laughs> the king is great. I, I love him. Also, Luffy is very disrespectful. <laughs> As you do when you're when you're Monkey D. Luffy. <laughs> Come on, old man. And Nami calls him Grandpa. Yeah, as you do when you're Nami. Which I suppose in the Japanese one is probably Oji-san. <laughs> probably. <laughs> yeah, that's appropriate translation. Uh, <laughs> and uh, the other ones looking for the straw hats are King Neptune's sons. One of which is totally fine, and the other two are horribly annoying. <laughs> I I immediately know which two, which is which. Vasolati do. Yeah. Like, Oda, please stop. <laughs> please, please stop. They look like Doctor Seuss characters. They 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 yeah, do. Yeah, they do. The other character may as well. The other one may as well be Don Patch from Bubba. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, and then there's the normal guy. Yeah, the normal, the normal guy, who's probably also the most skilled fighter. Uh, he uh, tries to inform the mermaids that we're hiding the straw hats. And like, well, no, no, we're, we're just trying to get them a message from Boss Jinbei. Oh, well, they're off to the palace. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're off to the <laughs> palace. You can, you can go get them there. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, they also have another run-in with the f- new Fishman Pirates at some point. Who cares? <laughs> it, it's over very quickly. Uh, so they're the palace. I know I'm jumping around a lot, but there's a lot. There's a lot, there's a lot that happens. <laughs> there's a lot. Real. I mean, there's not a tremendous amount of things that happened in 22 episodes, but <laughs> there's... It's Still. one piece. There's a lot to do. There's a lot. There's a lot to do. So they're at the palace, and they're they're not quite sure <clears throat> what's actually going on. And Luffy's getting bored and hungry, so he wanders off on his own, uh, <laughs> where he finds a strange-looking door with a lot of axes and other weapons thrust into it. Is like, whoa. This must be where they keep the food, and they want to keep it real safe. <laughs> Luffy. Gosh, Luffy. And then Luffy decides to go into that room with the big door, and it's all dark, and he can't see anything, and he finds squishy things. And then the lights turn on, 
And Luffy has been um, inadvertently copying a feel of the mermaid princess. Shiro Hoshi, who is a very sweet girl that is very easily upset. <laughs> and uh, Luffy uh, doesn't really care. <laughs> he just wants food. But she finds him fascinating, you know, with the stretchy ability and everything. And uh, she kind of pokes and prods him a little too much. And he snaps at her and then cries. And then people come in to check on her. And then they leave after Luffy's been hiding. And then they have a conversation, sort of. Luffy's just trying to finish eating it. Boy, he eats a lot of food in there. <laughs> yeah, as you do with your monkey do, Luffy. Mm-hmm. And he's like, all right, well, um, is there somewhere you want to go? He's like, I can't go anywhere. I'm supposed to stay in this tower. And nobody can be in here for more than five minutes. You've definitely been here for more than five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> You've been here for like an episode and a half. <laughs> but Luffy's like, eh, you know, whatever. We can go somewhere. And then, because the doors are still open, uh, a weapon comes flying in and Luffy stops it. He's like, what the heck is this all about? And then he finds out about somebody who is... Uh, who is the most annoying character in this right, I mean, Oh, geez, I forgot to actually mention when they met him the first time because they're all freaking out about the Flying Dutchman. Yeah, but honestly, nothing really happens there. Yeah. Everybody's like, ghost ship, like when we met Brooke. Hey, remember when we met Brooke? Did you guys know we met Brooke? That actually happened on Toonami. It did. Taylor Mark arc. Uh, and Brooke's like, hey, oh, a ghost ship is like, really? You're scared of a ghost ship? I mean, he was scared of uh, zombies in uh, Thriller Bark, so yeah. Understandable. Luffy uh, no. was not. <laughs> Vanderdecken. Sailing the seas in the Flying Dutchman for years and years and years and years. No, actually, he's a descendant of Vanderdeck, and it's you know it's just a family lineage thing. Uh, but this guy, he has powers that allow him to target an individual if he's touched them and marked them, and then he can throw anything, and it will always hit their mark. Which is very bad news for Hachi when he teams up with Horty Jones. Yeah. Another crazy fishman who has an interesting resemblance to uh, Arlong. Yes. Like a dime store Arlong. He, he, he is absolutely the dollar store Arlong. <laughs> I wish we had just got an Arlong back. I, I do too. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Arlong might actually, actually be dead. Better. No, Arlong's not dead. He's just, you know, captive. Really? I did. Are Are you sure? Where I Where don't is think he? They killed him. Where I, is he captive? I would assume that he's an impel down, but I don't know. Never saw him there. We did not. But I don't think Luffy killed him. I could be wrong. He might have. <laughs> I mean, it's possible. I mean, I don't think Luffy necessarily used deadly force on a fishman in that case, but. You sure haven't seen any. any we haven't seen him since, but as far, as far as I recall, he got his butt kicked and then the Marines got him. 
Hmm. I honestly don't remember. I would honestly have to look to be certain, but could have been, could have been Luffy's one kill. Could be. Could be. Very deserved. I mean, no, no disagreement there. Well, I mean, there's honestly way worse people than Arlong that they've met so far. Yep. But it's personal with Arlong because he he did bad things to Nami. But I mean, uh, lots of people did bad things to Robins. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is it is it actually any worse? Uh, debatable. <laughs> but that yeah, semantics. Hachi is constantly getting injured. Poor Hachi. Like he 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 watched over the the thousand sunny until he got injured, and then. He goes to the fishman district and talks to Horty, and then he gets injured. Yeah, it's a it's a bad time. Hachi's life is suffering, <laughs> and that's not even the most significant time he got injured. No, it is not. It's almost a running gag at this point. <laughs> it seems that way. Yeah. Well, it definitely wasn't a running gig the first time. No. Or the second time, I suppose Zoro beating him was the first time. Yeah, but he was a bad guy then. Yeah, so it doesn't count. Doesn't count. Uh, so the guards of the palace are like, I don't know, we should, we should probably uh, uh, wrangle up these straw hats and, you know... <laughs> Uh, Usopp, Nami, and Brooke are like, "Oh yeah, you want to try? <laughs> we're n- we're not as weak as we used to be." And very important point: Zoro drank himself to submission. He did. That's true. <laughs> but then he broke out <laughs> because because obviously. Zoro. I mean, it's what you do when you're Zoro. <laughs> And and then the Straw Hats successfully have a coup? (laughs) Even they are surprised. They, uh, they, 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 yeah. And the king's like, no, no, this isn't right. (laughs) But the one king's advisor is such a pissant. It kind of is. And Zoro is not who I would have expected to negotiate a deal. No, but he's also uh, of the ones there. He's well. I guess we got Nami as a brain cell too. But come on, Usopp. Usopp does not have a brain cell. I'm sorry. Yes, he does. But I don't think he would try to negotiate. He's well. Anytime that Usopp would try to negotiate would be like, you don't he... need to kill me. I am <laughs> harmless. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, he, he, he wouldn't, like, have hostages and make demands. No. <laughs> that's not that's not Usopp's style. Frankly, it's not really Zoro's style either, so this no, is No, well, he strange. was kind of put into a very awkward position. Yeah, they're like, hey, you know, <laughs> we, uh, we're not causing you any trouble, but you're still treating us bad, so, um, here's the deal. 
you're going to find the rest of our comrades and you're going to let us leave this place and we will go about our business. Move along. Move along. But negotiations, uh, well, they don't break down, but uh, <laughs> eventually things get to the point where Zoro decides to release the hostages because they were not successful in protecting the hostages, which, you know, his code of honor and all that, because the, uh, the new fishermen pirates actually want to start a coup. <laughs> it's they have come to the palace after sending in some mooks that they are forcing to do their dirty work to uh, get in there and open the gates. Now, they don't realize that the Straw Hat Pirates are at the palace, but uh, <laughs> they don't care as long as the gate opened. And sure enough, even though uh, the Straw Hats managed to take down all of those mooks, they they just let a couple people slip through and oops. <laughs> Somebody opened the gate, which is all it took. And then Hardy Jones shows up and uh his like tougher fishmen people. <laughs> and that forces Zoro to fight Hardy Jones. Also, at some point, the king's like, Luffy stole my dear Shirahoshi. He's like, what? Luffy just got out of here in a big with a big shark. What are you talking about? Shirahoshi's inside the shark. That's ridiculous. No one would do that. Oh, but Luffy would. Yeah, Luffy would. Well, he's, he's, <laughs> he's got a hider. And what proceeds is uh, a couple of episodes of shark abuse. That poor, poor shark. Megalo, I'm so sorry. Megalo, you were having a bad day. It was, oh, so painful to watch. Because he's choking on the giant mermaid princess. <laughs> you know, just wants yeah. to get out for a stroll to see her mother's grave, which she's never gotten to see. Because thanks to creepy McCreeperton, Mr. Vanderdecken, who marked her at the ripe young age of six. Yeah, and, that's what I want to marry a six year old, you guys. And has been trying to wed her for 10 years and is sure that they love each other because he's crazy. And this guy just made an alliance with Horty Jones for yeah, their good. mutual interests because Horty wants to you know, get rid of the kingdom and Deccan just wants the princess. Seems to work out for both of them. Uh, so, <laughs> and at one point, Horty's like, you can tell that the princess isn't here, right? Just throw one of your stupid things. Oh, yeah, I can do that. So I'm he does smart, yo-ho-ho. And a couple episodes later, he finally shows up once Megalo has finally had enough and spews up Shirahoshi after a, a few attempts to try to <laughs> keep her down. And this is right at the moment where Sanji and Chopper are being 
accused of stealing mermaids, which Sanji does not help with at all by admitting that he would probably do it. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't really help. Jeez, Sanji, why, 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 why? And the churros is like, you found me. I Mis- don't know what else to say. Hi. Misunderstandings were had. Yes, indeed, they were. And uh, as uh, Vanderdecken comes rushing in on his coral reef and Luffy stops him and finally Vander decks him. Thank you. Pile drives him into the ground, actually. You decked Vander Decken. But alas, he is just fine and is able to continue the pursuits. Luffy, you should have double tapped. He should have. Didn't. Always. Always uh, misunderestimating your uh, opponents, I guess. It's the classic shonen thing of, oh, I can't use my full power on this schmuck. <laughs> then, then where would the story go? <laughs> I use my full power, I might kill them. I just want to beat them up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but in the time that uh, Vanderdecken is knocked out, Luffy and Shirohoshi continue on to the uh, Burmese forest where Shirohoshi's mother's grave resides. That's also where Robin's hanging out because uh, she's doing Robin things, as Frankie put it directly. <laughs> and that's over where Frankie and Dawn are working on the Sunny. And also Jimbei is there. Because he's been waiting for this. You see, Jimbei cannot enter... Uh, Fishman Island. He has to stay in the Merman District for reasons. Uh, it, it seems like more of a code of honor thing more than anything else. Uh, <clears throat> so he's been waiting for Luffy to show up and he sent the message for it to go. <laughs> One of the messages being that they didn't want the Straw Hats to fight Horty. Yeah, a bit late on that one. Well, sorry, Jinbei. I, I I don't think that was going to be preventable. <laughs> no, I think that was destined to happen. They pretty much picked a fight with him as soon as he got to Fishman Island and haven't stopped since. <laughs> asking Luffy not to pick a fight is like asking Goku not to fight, which is also like asking... Oh, you get the idea. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Can we talk about the literal sea lion? <laughs> Yes. Forgot to mention that. There's a sea everything. Yes, there is. Not not too surprising. Hey, and the mer the mermaids have like the Futurama tubes. They do. And really cool looking buses. Those buses are freaking awesome. I ain't gonna lie. They try to capture Robin is like I'm gonna miss my bus. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you're not gonna capture Robin. She's uh, she's gonna flick you away like the nuisance you are. <laughs> she's gotta go do Robin things, which we're not gonna find out about for several more episodes, like eight or more episodes. 
Yeah, it'll be a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zoro manages to defeat Horty despite having the massive disadvantage of not being able to breathe underwater. <laughs> but then Horty takes some of his steroid drugs and remember kids, drugs are bad. Drugs bad for you, guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's uh, like the subplot of this arc. That is another <laughs> subplot. Racism bad, drugs bad, drugs and racism together, very bad. Mega bad. All good messages, kids. That's yes, right. Indeed. One Piece is teaching you very good messages. <laughs> uh, now the king manages to help them escape by doing like a water kamehameha. <laughs> Which is uh, like a big uh, kind of a vortex that you, they push his soldiers through. Uh, but Zoro, Usopp, and Brooke are still hanging on him. Nami split a while ago, by the way. She she just went off with Kami. Yeah. She basically you would have thought just... that she would have just gone after the treasure, but that isn't actually what she was doing. She... Uh, wants to kind of uh, help prevent things from getting worse. So she's trying to find Luffy. And that brings her to the place where Luffy and Shirohoshi and Jinbei and Frankie and Don are. And everybody's like, Shirohoshi, what are you doing here? Especially Cammy. My gosh, that was a face. <laughs> you have to understand, she's not supposed to go anywhere. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a big shock that she's out and about. And this is where it happens. Jimbei drops the bomb that is because of him that Arlong was released from prison and able to roam free, which, of course, was uh, very bad for people of Kokuyashi Village and probably others. Uh, And, of course, greatly affected Nami for a long time. So, yeah, that's some uh, heavy things to drop. Yeah, that's, that's a lot to, you know, filter through. And mm-hmm. uh, that's where we are. That is where we are. And uh, as we continue, Jinbei will regale many tales. We're going to learn a lot about the history of Fishman Islands, uh, about uh, the racism between the Fishmen and the humans. And a whole lot of uh, social commentary. whole lot of it. Absolutely. It's going to get interesting, and then it's going to get sad. Yes. Yes, it is. In typical One Piece fashion. Mm -hmm. Yeah, as you do. Gosh, this would be terrible at once a week. (laughs) Oh, oh, God. <laughs> I, must I can't even imagine it. I mean, 
It wouldn't be absolutely terrible. Still be more entertaining than some things that have aired on Toonami. Because <laughs> even though not a whole heck of a lot happens in a single episode of One Piece in this arc, it's still entertaining. At least in my opinion. I would agree. It's good I'd, stuff. I just love hanging out with the Straw Hats. They're fun. They are fun. There's definitely some very annoying characters in this arc. Man, I didn't even talk about that giant dude with the squeaky voice. Oh, another, God. Another one of Vander Deccans. Which uh, Luffy jobs immediately. Yeah, thankfully. <laughs> yes. But there's lots of fun characters here. Oh, yeah. And the I'll definitely say delightful. from here, it's only going to get better. Shira, oh, she is so precious. She it's just, is. Just, just real big and precious. My gosh, Luffy, negative tact. Luffy has never had tact. It's just gotten worse over the years. You don't think he's capable of it? <laughs> no, I very much doubt it. <laughs> so I'm like, geez, you're such a crybaby. I don't think I like you. That's not a nice thing to say. But it's a Luffy thing to say. It is a Luffy thing to say. Oh, yeah. And uh, after 10 years of pursuits, Shirohoshi finally confronts Vander Decken, more or less, and tells him that he's just not her type. Indeed. I mean, why would he be? I mean, that's a good question. And him being the piece of shit incel that he is, says, oh, you've been dragging me along for 10 years. Yes, yes, she's been dragging you along for 10 years. Yeah, yeah, that's what's been going on. been leading me on for all this time. I thought you loved me. Well, if you don't love me, then I'll kill you. Yeah, that's, 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 that's how that works. That's, that's totally how that works. You are. You are a total incel. <laughs> he it is the best description of him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Unless we forget <laughs> when Sanji is just standing, looking at the opposite direction, and Shirahoshi is right behind him. And he's like, hey, Chopper, what's going on behind me? Whatever you do, don't look behind you. Don't look behind you, Sanji. Okay, they promise Sanji, there is not a mermaid princess behind you. I I'm promise. not going to lie to you. It is the mermaid princess. But if you look at her, you will die. <laughs> <laughs> this is a place where that running joke works. And he turns around. And he's like, my gosh. My imagination was nowhere near good enough this exceeds all of my dreams and then he turns to stone which yeah that's that's how it works with Bo hancock so why not and it's, it's better than bleeding out yeah so now he seems to kind of be over it i hope gosh i hate that gag so much now he's just fawning over her. She's like, ugh. Let it be known. 
that Shirohoshi does not like incels or simps. So Zenitsu is not welcome on Fisherman Island. Yeah. She uh she might like men who pay no attention to her whatsoever. <laughs> that may well be her type. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> she's been doted on for all these years, so she she likes a bad boy who <laughs> is indifferent to her. <laughs> she flat out asks Luffy, are you a good guy? And he's like, uh, I'll leave that for you to decide. That's about the fairest answer you can give to something like that, though. Hey, Luffy lives a complicated life because he's not a bad guy, but he is a pirate, which you know has connotations. Well, that's the thing. The Straw Hat Pirates. They They're the do... pirates that don't do anything from VeggieTales, I swear. They, they they don't really pirate. They they don't pillage. They just they go around they adventuring. They certainly don't do the other unsavory things that pirates are known for doing. They go around and they, they fight the Marines. Yeah. They're only a pirate crew because they say they are. Yeah. Well, truthfully... Uh, being king of the pirates is uh, about being the freest of the free. So that's that's Luffy's goal. He he, he just wants total freedom to to do do as he pleases. And the, the thing is, the Marines are so internally corrupt <laughs> that. The pirates are only bad guys because the Marines make them the bad guys. Well, if you remember, the only reason they got a wanted poster is because Luffy uh, beat up a corrupt Marine and back at the Arlong. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, they wouldn't even have bounties because they haven't done anything yet. They say they're pirates, but without a corrupt Marine to be like, you are a pirate crew. So, uh, yeah, he beat me up. Let's get a wanted poster because I'm salty. They wouldn't even have a wanted poster. Probably not. No, but... They do keep messing with the government's business, which is why their bounties keep getting bigger. Yes, they keep the the, the fight keeps getting worse and worse. I think they probably would have got a bounty after Water Seven eventually. That that's probably when they would have actually gotten it. Oh, definitely. Well, I mean, only Zoro and Luffy had, uh, and Robin had bounties before Water Seven. I think you're right. Isn't that isn't that the case? Yeah, I think so. Right. And then after Water Seven, they all had bounties. Some very ridiculously small. Poor chopper. Candy cotton cotton candy loving chopper. Cotton candy loving chopper. <laughs> straw hat's pet. I love how it's just you know, the straw hat's pet. Then why do you have a bounty on him? Yeah. We don't know what uh, that pet's capable of. And then Robin, I mean, the only reason she had a bounty on her is because she can read pony glyphs and... Well, she knows that there's a secret in history and they can't have that. Yeah, exactly. She is a survivor of Ohara, so that's the only reason why she had a one poster. You know, if they were smart, they'd just hire her. Yeah, but she probably wouldn't. Well, not now. That. <laughs> I mean, even when she was a kid, I don't think she would necessarily... I mean, 
maybe she would do it for a time, but I don't think she'd stick with it. Like, Just hey, way, everyone you way love too come much, work for us. Way too much corruption. Because oh, yeah. But, you know. The dang celestial it's dragons. Still smarter than being like, hey, let, let's just, they know stuff. Let's execute all of them instead of, okay, why don't we shut you up and uh, put you to work? Because they'd rather keep the secrets. Yeah. What horrible atrocities could they have possibly done? I have my guesses, but there's there's no real way to know yet. It's hard to imagine that, like, really bad things have happened in One Piece that yep. are known in history. So if other things have happened that are far, far worse... I imagine it has something to do with the ancient weapons. Uh, I would imagine. I would imagine. Well, I'm just going to have to... Keep wondering and keep watching because there's so much more One Piece. <laughs> and we still don't know hundreds of episodes later. Yes. This is true. This has been a very long podcast. I hope people enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We uh, covered lots of stuff today. Maybe I should split it into two. <laughs> yeah, this is like over three hours. <laughs> the One Piece alone, which... I should have known because you and me talking one piece. Mm-hmm. Man, it's 22 episodes, man. That's a lot to talk about. It is. <laughs> oh, yeah. I enjoy having one piece on the block. It is. It makes me happy every week. I'm just happy it's forever. <laughs> me too. Um, I typically watch my one piece elsewhere, but I am glad it's on Toonami because it's a classic show that's absolutely worth a watch yeah another venue to watch one piece is always a good thing amen agreed yeah it's not the most practical thing for them to be <laughs> trying to get through but on the other hand it is a very reliable you're never gonna run out of it <laughs> no they ain't running out of one piece not even with the dub they, the dub is even well ahead of this mm-hmm even if they kept up with two episodes a week, which I don't think they will indefinitely, probably not. They they would uh, they would not catch up anytime soon. So yeah, uh, it's unique circumstance that brought One Piece back, and it's not all good, but I like having it around. <laughs> Even if it means that various other shows will never air on Toonami. But I don't think One Piece is necessarily preventing those shows from airing. It's No, it's, it's just it's, other things are preventing it that are not preventing One Piece. That's really all there is to it. Yeah. It's not at 2 a.m. What else are you going to throw on at 2 a.m.? It's the Toonami Hour. Two episodes of Nami. And gosh, Lucy Christian is all over Toonami right now. She is. Multiple. <laughs> Tactically more than one character is Shenmue. Uh, she's Dragon Maiden in the best. And of course, Nami in one piece. Enjoy 
giant Shenmue. It's just just more Nami. Nami is everywhere. A little too Nami. Ooh, I see what you did there. <laughs> it's never too Nami. The little Raph. A little too Raph. Oh, you see the new version of the NECA figures? They're going to have one with Raphael with the with the, uh, the tape, tape over his mouth. I didn't, but that's genius. Yeah, it's fantastic. NECA, you're making incredible things. <laughs> Probably won't buy them because they have the, the first movie versions, which I really, really like. And I, I don't really feel compelled to buy more figures that are similar yet different, but very, very cool. I can get behind NECA. It's better them than the other licensor with the Ninja Turtles, and I don't mean Playmates. There's uh, there's quite a few right now, actually. Okay, well, uh, I will I will leave that snipe for toy collectors like myself to know to know who I'm talking about then. And I don't think you want me sniping people on the on the podcast openly. Well, I think we can all agree that the most weak sauce Ninja Turtles figures in recent memory are the pop figures. Well, yes, that's also true. That is not what I was talking about, but that is true. Uh, the movie versions aren't too bad. They they at least have some depth to them. Like, I have three of the original Turtles from Pop, and I need to track down Donatello, so I have all four, but I, I just don't like them very much. <laughs> yeah, Pops are... Mm. Pop, uh, I don't like too many Pops, but I have the Tom Pop. Everybody buy the Tom Pop if you can. <laughs> Want that Toonami merch. I actually don't think you can get them anymore. Unless no. you get aftermarket value. That'd be the only way at this point, I'm pretty sure. Actually, I have two additional Tom Pops. Are you interested? <laughs> Do I have two still? Maybe I only have one extra. I don't remember. I have at least one extra. <clears throat> the other I gave to Jeff Harris. Along with the complete Thundercats. Ooh, now you're speaking my language. So it's a little classic tsunami package. Beautiful. Anyway. Yes, this has been a long podcast. It might end up being two. It might just be one. I don't know. But it's been fun. I, I had fun. I had fun. I've been waiting several weeks to splurge about One Piece. <laughs> I, I know. I've been sitting here going, you and me have been like the only ones going, can we talk about One Piece? Can we we need another. One? And finally, V-Lord said yes. Uh, I have to bear the One Piece. <laughs> yes. I was kind of hoping Colt would stick around because he has some opinions on One Piece. Well, I mean, that would be contrary to you and me, so that would actually be fine. I'm being yeah, it a little have, bit more balanced because I'm a One Piece love fest yeah. man over here. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I just, I can't understand his, he, he says that the world building is nothing more than characters. And I'm like, bro, uh, are you serious? What? I'd say the problem is that there's too much world building and not enough focus on the characters. That might actually be true, especially when you get to freaking Dressrosa. It's oh, definitely yeah. true in Dressrosa. <laughs> Dressrosa's like, oh, it's like. There's probably other places in this world, right? Let's just make up a bunch of stuff. 
All right. Here's a bunch of kingdoms you never heard of until now. Here's your massive lord dump coated in gold. Also, I mean, it is cold and coated in gold because it is good stuff, but oh my god. At gosh, least one of these characters has a beef with Luffy's grandpa for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> and he's going to take it out on Luffy. Uh, one Piece. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Only on Toonami right now, it's two piece. <laughs> Or pieces of two. or <laughs> If we ever get eight of them, we can call them pieces of eight. Yeah. I don't think we're ever getting eight of them. Well, no, probably not. A marathon, you know, maybe? You, you know what? A marathon might actually happen. That would actually be kind of great. And we really could call it pieces of, like, pieces of eight marathon. Yeah. Yeah, that might actually happen. <laughs> Just because it might be a show that they are able to marathon. Oh yeah, there's so many episodes. Well, that uh, that's just um, it's a, a contractual thing. That some that's some shows they're able to rerun once, and others they're not. So, I thought that they were gonna keep all the episodes up on the website, but they've already dropped two. So, looks like uh. 20 episodes at a time is what you're going to be able to find on. That is still pretty generous. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, <laughs> of course, it requires a cable login to watch most of them. Well, yeah, but if you don't have a cable login, you're probably not watching Toonami. Probably not. Or you're me and watching it on Sling, but, you know, then you have mm -hmm. it on Slings instead of the website. Yep, that's how I watch the VODs. It is yeah. all yes. I watch anymore on Sling. It's just Toonami. That's, that's all. It, it may, may as well just be my Toonami subscription. I would pay less if I could only just have Toonami. <laughs> Wouldn't we all? <laughs> I do like having some other channels, but I never have time to watch them. I, I don't like even have theory, but whenever I look, it's just nothing's ever on. I don't. I don't even have time to appreciate the fact that Futurama's back on Adult Swim, and I love Futurama. <laughs> But I was like, ah, oh, Futurama's on. Yeah, but I could watch something I haven't seen. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. Or play a game. Or read a manga. Which is V-Lord's default. <laughs> Basically. Though I lately, V-Lord's been, uh, been really diving into the Prince of Tennis anime. Yeah, I've, I've reached the point where I've realized that my digging on Prince of Tennis when I was younger was wrong. In fact, Prince of Tennis is the pinnacle of sports fiction. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty freaking good. Your first episode has your main character beating up someone with a like, tennis ball. Yes, yes it does. <laughs> it, it's beautiful. And he does it in such a way that they can't even be like, oh, he's, he's breaking the rules. <laughs> no, <laughs> he's not. He's just very, very particular about where the ball is being placed. <laughs> it's all allowed. <clears throat> that guy had it coming. He was a jerk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Later, too, he like, beats up tennis, his dad, but I too. love it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. And now there is so, so much more dubbed Prince of Tennis. 
Yeah, Matt Dumb's actually good. like really good. Oh, that's good. Like, yeah, well, one would expect as much from Sound Cadence. True. My boy Howard Wang. That that's got to be like a dream come true for him because I know he like loved the Prince of Tennis. So I'm real happy for him. I think that is freaking fantastic. And yeah, unlike the Viz dub, which is fine, uh, this one, the characters actually sound like they might be teenagers. <laughs> yeah, some of them. Some of them still sound like they're in their 30s. And, well, I mean, <laughs> there's a lot of characters. Yeah, like uh, Tezuka sounds really old for some reason. His, like, old actor was also, like, the guy that plays Don Patch. Yeah, Kirk Kirk Thornton. (laughs) Yeah. So it's a weird transition from that to, like, a super deep voice. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I always kind of accepted but didn't really like Kirk Thornton in that role. I think Kirk Thornton could play a young guy, like, Maybe not a teenager, but he's 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 good as um uh uh best boy Klein. <laughs> he's he's good as Klein. I just mm, not not Tezuka. Yeah, I mean the problem is like Don Patch has ruined everything he plays for me. <laughs> oh my god! I'm just like waiting for him to whip out a green onion and beat someone up. <laughs> And I bet you can't listen to a Jameson Price roll. Yeah. Yeah. Without I can, <laughs> can kind of detach Epcar from Boba Bo, but it can be hard. I can, except for when it's Ghost in the Shell, and then it's really, 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 really hard. Oh, it's, it's, like it's the exact basically the same performance. It's just less nuts. See, I can do it with Epcar and Boba Bo because, like, Epcar's Boba Bo voice is a lot more like, uh, What's the word for it? Like, it's more dynamic and over the top than, like, mm-hmm. say, like a Bato or a Jigen. Although Bato yeah. sounds a lot like a Bobobo who's just office coffee. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Of it's course, what it really sounds like is Enemon. Oh, gosh, you're right. <laughs> that is basically the same voice other than not having as much Elvis. Oh, 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 oh. I wish they'd stream Boba Bo. Yeah, I'm glad I got the Blu-ray. I've actually bought that show three times. I have all of the releases of that show. Nice. Yeah, I, I say three times, release. two two complete times, and then the the original uh, three DVD. Actually, it's two because they never released the third DVDs for Boba. Oh, Bo I from. have those two. <laughs> yeah, I have those. I have the the full DVD sets from my. God, whatever the s'mores entertainment, Where and then of course the, the Blu-ray. The PDFs. Oh boy! Oh, uh, gosh. I mean, I, I was. It's good thing the dub was much. great. Yeah, yeah, it's not that I want Bobo sub just because it's way too hard to follow. But if I was going to, I'd want the subs there. Yeah, oof, the video quality on that release though. Mm-hmm. You can really tell they're compressing the heck. I out was of it. so happy when I got the Discotech Blu-ray, and it looks so much better. And it's still standard F. It's a standard F Blu-ray, but it looks so good. That it does. The Magic Festy Blu-ray. <laughs> Discotech magic. Thank you, Discotech. 
Thank you, Discotech. And thank you for Sergeant Farag as well. Because <laughs> my gosh, subtitling Boba Bo and Sergeant Frog is a is an incredible effort. <laughs> yes, yes. Also, thank you for Ninja Robots and getting that dub out of obscurity because it is a gem. Yes. It certainly is. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. And as always, thank you for Cyborg 009 and Ronin oh, Warriors. Oh, yes. We just keep going down. Thank you for bringing Lupin back to prominence. Thank you for the entire catalog. Yes, yeah. thank, thank you for existing. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. This podcast is now sponsored by Discotech. Take all our money. <laughs> take take it all. Uh, yeah, I, I give them plenty of money. Mm, same. Giving me Tomorrow's Joe 2 on Blu-ray. I'm, I'm satisfied. I was happy to get Project Echo on a nice, very nice remaster. That's my first anime. Ah. Okay. It's definitely been a podcast. It has definitely been a podcast. <laughs> and it's still going. It is still going somehow. We can't escape. Never ending podcast. Oh man, yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy, oh boy, oh We've boy. We've been going oh for so long that it started snowing again. Oh my god, did it really? Yeah, it did. Oh my gosh, sir. The I'm magic so of Minnesota. Oh Where gosh. It'll snow in April. I've had it snow in April out here in, in, in Utah, but only a couple times. Yeah, we've gotten snow in at least March. Maybe April. In the uh, western Washington area. Uh... I'm trying to open the house cleaning. <laughs> uh, I feel like we of this episode. Uh, yes, I feel very bad for you, sir. <laughs> My brain is just... <laughs> it's not just yours. <laughs> Sketch brain go... Brrr. <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, Sketch brain indeed. Uh, there it is. Well, I can definitely tell CJ I'm not going to have that editorial tonight. <laughs> Apologies, CJ. It was important to talk about One Piece. It was important. <laughs> it was the most important thing. And thus CJ right. banned One Piece forever. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he wouldn't, he wouldn't do that. Nah, if we, had, if we had spent all this time talking about Attack on Titan... Uh, that might be a problem. All discussions must now be about Black Clover. We should probably talk about Attack on Titan soon, because pretty big things have happened lately. Yes, yes, yes. My my statement about Attack on Titan has just basically been, Damn it, Aaron! Damn it, Aaron! Damn it, Aaron! Damn it, Zeke! Damn it, Aaron! <laughs> yes, precisely. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, oh, I mean, boy, oh, boy. <laughs> okay. You can email us at podcast at tsunamifaithful.com. You can follow us on facebook.com backslash tsunamifaithfulpodcast and on Twitter at tsunamipodcast. You can listen to the podcast on just about everything, including iTunes, Google Music, and Spotify. 
And you can find every episode of the podcast to stream online at soundcloud.com backslash Toonami Faithful Podcast. You can get the latest news by following at Toonami News on Twitter and read the news, views, and reviews on ToonamiFaithful.com. You can also subscribe to the Toonami Faithful Pass on patreon.com backslash Toonami Faithful if you want to help us out and become uh, one of our Patreons. It gets you exclusive content like the extended interviews that CJ did for his documentary, What Toonami Means to Me. If you enjoyed the documentary and the interviews in it, then you definitely enjoy the extended versions, which, uh, you know, leave nothing on the cutting room floor. And there are other ways that you could support us, such as going to ToonamiFaithful.com and clicking the Right Stuff link, then going to purchase something from Right Stuff, which, you know, there's lots of great stuff to purchase on Right Stuff, such as Discotech Media releases. <laughs> yeah, all of the Discotech Media releases. It all comes back yeah. full circle. And uh, also many, many Gundams. <laughs> and all of the One Piece. All of the One Piece, yes. Be like me and have every single Voyage volume. Don't be like me. <laughs> you have every single Voyage volume? My gosh, I do. Man. I actually really do. I mean, I probably would have if I didn't stop collecting them at some point. <laughs> I almost uh, did the, the Voyages for um, Dress Rosa, and then I saw how quickly they were coming out with the collections. I was like, well, I guess I'm not going to do the voyages. At, 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 at this point, I, I just I've done it for so long. It's just it, it just keeps together well. And now you're going to have Crunchyroll logos on them. Oh, I'm not worried about that. There's already been uh, the, the, the the old like almost the, the, the old blue and red Funimation logo, the straight black Funimation text and then the purple smile. They've changed it three times already. This is, you know, whatever. That's a good point. And that is a good point. I was actually, the only reason I have that answer is I was looking at them all recently. Cause I, I've recently re reached shelf three with the most recent dress Rosa volume. I'm still kind of salty when Viz changed their logo. <laughs> oh man. And, and it changed the spine. Viz has changed their the logo so jump. many times. Looks. Like I, I still think of the CGI V with like, you know, yellow all over red and yellow when I think of Viz. And so but I'm like, just, when I was collecting, uh, various shonen jump manga released by viz like they had their one logo for a while and then they switched to pretty much the logo they still have and i was like i don't like how this looks <laughs> and now there's also the modern shonen jump logo too on the spot oh my gosh yes why can't you be consistent uh, the magic of multiple print runs still being around mm. at the same time <laughs> yeah oh yeah that that can be uh Weird. Uh, totally lost the thread there. But uh, <laughs> yeah, you can go to Right Stuff. You can purchase whatever on Right Stuff. If you click the link on TsunamiFable.com and you purchase something on Right Stuff, we get a little something something for it. So that's a great way to support us. It's a great way that some of our own staff support us. <laughs> I bought all of the Lupin. And V Lord and I tend to drop like a hundred bucks every now and then. Oh, <laughs> more I, than when I say bucks. I bought a bunch of Lupin, that's about what I mean. I bought basically I bought a hundred dollars worth of Lupin and a few other movies. You could never have too much Lupin. Nope, nope, can't. Can't be done. Well, Japan certainly agrees. <laughs> Cause they still making it. I cannot wait to see that part six dub. And bore that part one dub. Oh yeah, the part one dub is so good. 
I'm very excited. Why aren't you watching the part one dub? It's on High Dive. Is it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Then I should be doing that. Yes, I didn't realize it was the on The benefit, there. I was though, looking... is that the Discotech Blu-rays will be a proper, like, remaster of it. Because oh, the right. one that's on High Dive is the TMS remaster. Which still I mean, has, like, some weird... That's still a good breaking. something that I can watch while I'm waiting for the set to come out. I, I assumed it was going to be... If it was going to be anywhere, it would be on uh, Retro Crush, because Discotech... Nah. Uh, High Dive's really going after the Lupin these days. I think High Dive has all of the Lupin TV anime dubs now. Mm -hmm. I, what what's, uh, High Dive does? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, I'm going to be watching a lot of High Dive in the next few days. They even have the best one, the Fujikomine dub. Yes, they do have that. I saw that recently. That they I tried that. to watch that when it was on Funimation now, back when it was on there, and I just... Laser, it's good, I swear. Uh, I, I tried, and I, and I did watch that, and I, I did watch the dub, but I just uh, I couldn't get into it. Maybe I should give it another go. Maybe. It gets better. You should probably give it another go. It is a rather peculiar series, it's, I will say. It's different, but it's yeah. interesting. It's, mm -hmm. uh, it wasn't, I was looking for Lupin, because I was already a fan of Part 2 from the Adult Swim days, and it was not what I was looking for. Oh, and it's very much not like Part 2. <laughs> and Part 2 is what I was looking for. Part 2 and Part 4 are my favorites, because they're just beautifully hilarious. Hmm. Well, give it another shot, maybe. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've enjoyed some of the other movies and stuff since, and 5 is good, too. Mm-hmm. Well... Okay, the time has come. So, Laser, tell them where they can find you. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at LaserKidPrime. Uh, you can find me guesting on uh, many of Vlord's podcasts, the uh, Demon Slayer podcast and the Dumb Weeds podcast, most notably. All righty. And Vlord, tell us of your wares. <laughs> yes, I have many wares. Uh, to start off, you can find me on Twitter at VLORDGTZ. Then I write various things for the Tsunami Faithful website as well as all-comma.com. And then I do a bunch of podcasts. Uh, the big one being the Demon Slayer podcast at the Slayer podcast. And then like Laser mentioned, uh, I also do the Dumb Weebs podcast. And then I have a few other podcasts like Saturday Night Shoggy and Oversoul Shaman King podcast. So you can check out all of those. Okay. And you can find me on Twitter at Sketch1984. That's, that's pretty much it. So I want to thank you for listening to this podcast, which may or may not be epically long, <laughs> if it's all one podcast. And uh, thank you for listening each and every week that you do. We always appreciate your listenership. Please share the podcast with your friends and associates and let them know if there's a podcast that covers Toonami just about every week. Not every week. We took one off recently. <laughs> and uh, also the Toonami is still on Saturday nights at midnight. on Adult Toonami's Swim. still on? I know. What? Whoa. <laughs> did, you, did you hear? <laughs> Toonami's still on TV. Wow! It came back. Toonami's back, bitches. When did Toonami come back? Oh, ten years ago. What? <laughs> ten years ago? 
10 years ago. Seriously, it's been a decade. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot to mention this in the Q&A because it kind of cut it a little bit short. Uh, there will potentially be something for Toonami's 10th anniversary on a Adult Swim. Uh, some 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 kind of on-air thing that they're going to do that, that was mentioned in the Q&A. So I look forward to that, whatever it may be. It's probably going to be even less inconsequential than uh, <laughs> The Return <laughs> and Cosmo Samurai 2. <laughs> so, yeah, it's probably like a tribute video or, or something, which I'm all for. I want more of those. Give me tributes. I demand tribute. <laughs> oh, it's late. Yes, it's it is. Especially late for V-Lord. V-Lord, I don't know how you're doing it. It's not that bad for me, but I can't imagine where you're at. I don't go to sleep until like four or five usually, so this is like a normal night for me. I mean, I'm in the same way. I'm just two hours behind you. Bruh. <laughs> I'm starting to get lightheaded over here. <laughs> but I have been up since mm, noon Eastern. Ooh. Okay, that's quite a while. <laughs> yeah. Oh, kill me. All right. Thank you for listening. Until next time, we're punching out. There once was a show that sailed the sea Loose from the docks of Toonami The merry-go crew that won our hearts One piece has come back home <gasps> Saturday, Toonami comes With stretchy, loopy, and gum-gum One day when the treasure is won We'll take our leave and go One piece is on every Saturday night At one thirty, you can join the fight Adventure waits for you and me When the straw hat it's cold. <gasps> Saturday, Toonami comes with stretchy, loofy, and gum gum. One day when the treasure is won, we'll take our leave and go.